0: my Fight. bones and you rat on my balls. I'm <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking pumped. Like, yeah, bitch. Fuck I will. I like. will. I will do that. I just pretended. That was Brian
1: Deegan <laughs> yeah. with his girlfriend that looks like she gets railed by five Tennessee police officers. <laughs> choo <Choo-choo>. choo! <laughs> it's just a nonstop cyclone of just holy shit. Yeah. Welcome to row one, seat one. Oh yeah, baby. It's Tuesday night. You know what that means? Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's it's a Tuesday, bro. It's a Tuesday. Welcome, everybody, to Row 1, Seat 1, Joey Fats Radio, live on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. I am your host, Joey Fats. Thank you all for joining us. No Sean tonight. He is 2,000 miles south in the Sunshine State, dragging his kid all over Disney World.
0: Sounds like fun.
1: It's hot. You ever been to Florida in July? Yeah. Yeah, it's hot. I
0: went to Tampa last year. Like hot. End of July, like, actually, it was, like, a year ago, like, last week, I think, a couple days ago, like, this past Sunday, Monday, like, like we were in Tampa. and
1: it It's was hot. Beautiful. It, it is. It's, so nice. it's nice. It's hot, but it's nice. Uh, thank you all for joining us, Plizzy with me tonight. What up? I am Joey Fats. Thank you all for joining in. Uh, we got an absolutely loaded show tonight. We got a lot to get into. We are going to get into the NFL. We uh, we've got contracts uh, being signed, big ones. Running backs and quarterbacks getting yeah paid now. Depending on who you root for, that you know, uh, if you're a running back, you're, you're not really thinking that's great. If you're a quarterback, man, life is good. Uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into the NBA. Bronny James having a little bit of a a little bit of an issue. Scare there. A little scare. Uh, we got a bunch of fun NASCAR stuff from Pocono on Sunday. Yeah. We got punches thrown, cars wrecked. Helmets. Drama. Th- helmets thrown. Flying. Drama everywhere. It was great. I missed on all my bets because Denny Hamlin's a fucking dick, but whatever. Uh, that is what it is. We'll get into all that. Uh, we've Cry got baby. a ton of stuff. We got Otani rumors. We've got uh, oh. Jalen Brown getting paid. Jesus. Uh, we'll get the Celtics fans' takes on that, uh, and we'll get into all of that plus much much more as the show progresses nfl uniforms are coming out we got all sorts of fun stuff 774-992-8702 is the phone number if you want to give us a call and get your thoughts in on this absolutely gorgeous tuesday night in july uh we have one more tuesday before the feast yeah and that is it. We have next Tuesday. We'll be off next Tuesday night, just for yep. those uh, that are listening in. We'll be off next Tuesday night because uh, it's it's Feast Week, and I'm taking the vacation, so we'll, we'll be off. Um, but before we get into all the sports stuff, I do want to touch on uh, – we're going to touch on some local politics stuff because there oh, was yeah. a major move happened in the city of New Bedford today, and I apologize if you're not from New Bedford or you're not from the uh, local area, if you're one of our friends listening out of state and this really doesn't apply to you. Um, I apologize, but bear with us because this is kind of a big deal for us In this area, because something happened today, uh, you know, that's going to affect us, you know, not drastically, but directly. It doesn't affect
0: me, really. It doesn't. It it doesn't. But but but, that doesn't mean I'm not against it.
1: But the city of New Bedford moved to ban the sale of nips today. Now, everybody knows what a nip is. I think they, what do they call them in other states? Minis? They they call them in other states. They call them minis. In case anybody's yeah, listening maybe. from out of I state, don't know. you know the yeah. little the little tiny like you know
0: your fireball shooters. Yeah, your shit, little you
1: fireball know. shots. Uh, so they've banned nips in the city of New Bedford, and initially, I, I I was I saw this. I heard about this a couple of weeks ago when I went to my local liquor store and oh never mind. Actually, uh, yeah, the smelling salts are over there. You want them? Yeah. You want the smelling salts? No, no.
0: <laughs> I'm just getting a little like.
1: Paul needs his atomic rhino smelling salts. That's not a they don't sponsor us, that's not a plug. But uh the city of New Bedford decided that they were basically unilaterally going to ban nips today. Uh I signed I saw this on a petition at my local liquor store the other day, which obviously I frequent um I mean, I don't know. Jesus Christ, I'm off four days a week. I'd say I'm in there three days out of the week. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs>
0: Maybe twice in one day, one time. Sometimes you, I just it happens. Something or whatever, but yeah.
1: So New Bedford decided to ban Nips, and I, I'd love to take some calls on this for anybody that wants to chime in on it. Um, but the way this whole thing worked, because I was very confused as to how this could just happen in a matter of what felt like a couple of days. Like it just like all of a sudden there was a petition at my liquor store. I signed the petition to uh, to to not ban the sale right. of nips. Right. Um and then next thing you know I find out today nips are banned and I'm like wait what? And now I'm not a big nip guy. Right? Yeah. I don't do I don't do nips. I don't right. you, you know when I do nips on the airplanes and the golf course, okay? Because right. I I get the I use the little TSA loophole where I put the nips in my little Ziploc court bag, yeah. and I fit like 10 or 12 or so in there, and that gets me enough vodka to sedate myself on the flight so that I don't have a fucking panic attack because I hate flying.
0: Because you're flying at 43. 40- thousand feet in a yeah because you're, you're, 30,
1: you're tube. <laughs> do i need to tell you what the fucking happened to you in an aluminum an hour. Tube? <laughs> yeah. i mean like i mean uh, you know aluminum tubes you know ask those guys that tried uh, try to ground the titanic what happens when you get in a tube not things don't always end well
0: no they
1: don't uh so we we got into this whole nips thing um and i, and I found out about it and i was kind of confused because i was i was actually caught off guard very off guard by the whole fact that we were banning nips in in yep. the city of New Bedford. I did not understand why. I didn't understand anything. I didn't, uh, there was no ballot. You know, there was no vote. There was nothing. So I got into the conversation. We're talking about it. We're like, what the fuck? Like, where the hell did this come from? Like, why are we all of a sudden banning nips in the city of New Bedford? Now, again, it doesn't affect me to like any great deal yet. It doesn't affect me in the sense of like of, of a product that I regularly consume. Right. It affects me because like, okay, now if like I'm if I'm playing golf at a Cushnet, I gotta find a liquor store in a Kushnet that I can buy nips at on my way to a Kushnet River Valley because when I shoot we, you know, we get a birdie, I know you're not supposed to bring alcohol onto the premise, but fuck you, we all know everybody does. Yeah, what the fuck? Um suck it, Ranger McFriendly. Um Yeah, you but, know who you are. Yeah, but like, <laughs> you know, you, you, you birdie juice, bro. You know the birdie juice flows. You know, I mean we of always course. we always we always patronize the clubhouse at the turn, but the birdie juice flows. So when you know we're out there with the boys and we're having a good day, I want to be able to throw back a couple of shots of birdie juice. Right. You know, whether and what's sometimes the, uh, what's sometimes the even Scotch you know, shit. McGillicuddy's.
0: That's what I, I got to tell dad cuz we were wondering Dr. That's yeah, why I Dr. Said. McGillicuddy's. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure it's McGillicuddy's. It is.
1: 100%. Right, I was have to ask you today. Yeah. All right. So I I like to get some for the golf course and when I fly. That's basically it. That's the only time I use Nips. So full right. disclosure like as far as like banning Nips goes like this isn't like something I'm like passionate about because oh my god you're taking something away from me that I like depend on or I need. That's not the case. My beef with this is that again we have a government, in this case, a local government, right. the mayor of New Bedford, John Mitchell, who's basically run unopposed, telling us what we can and can't consume in the city of New Bedford without a vote. I mean, this was done unilaterally. And the issue that I have with this, and I, I spoke to one of our elected officials today for, I don't know, what, a half hour? Yeah. Uh, when and I was, I was able
0: to finish a whole drink by the time you came. Yeah, I and spoke and I to one of
1: one of. I put a post up and, uh, you know, basically complaining about the fact they were banning the nips. And I was like, who, like, what, how, like, where did this come from? Like, I didn't vote for this. I didn't want this. Right. I don't want nips to be banned. Like, I get it. Like, I understand the premise of it and the reason why it's the littering. It's littering. People get pissed off because they get thrown out the windows. Yeah, they're everywhere. Which and and they're everywhere. Okay. Yeah, that sucks. People suck. Why are we going to ban nips because people suck? Right. Like, do we ban? I mean, we 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 we've, we've banned texting and driving. That doesn't solve anything. We've right. banned drinking and driving. Doesn't solve anything. Clearly, by the nips. I mean, you know, you know. Yeah, I mean, we got gun free zones. Doesn't solve anything. Right. You know, whatever. Most most shootings happen gun free yeah. zones. Yeah. Oh, actually, in Chicago, but whatever. Uh, neither here nor there. But my point yeah. is is that I spoke to our elected official who was very much against banning of nips. He was not on board with this. But he explained to me the process of it, and he explained to me how it went, and I didn't know this, but basically the liquor licensing board in New Bedford is comprised of, I believe, three people. And uh, some of these facts might be a little bit off, but I'm just going to give you the general premise of it. Uh, And they are appointed by the mayor. So John Mitchell appoints three people to this board of liquor licensing, who they get to decide whether or not this ban goes through or not. Now, John Mitchell wants Nip's ban because John Mitchell, you know, one of his campaign things was, uh, you know, he wants to make New Bedford the cleanest gateway city in New England. He wants to clean up New Bedford, make it clean, pollution, whatever, litter. Like, okay, cool, great. Everybody can get on board with that, right? Like, no one wants a dirty city. We don't want this turning into France you know what I mean? Right, right. Which is just if you've ever been to France, you know how vile and disgusting the French are, and they're just gross people. Right. And you look around yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god, it's so beautiful and picturesque." Why is there a mountain of cigarette butts right there on the floor, like on the grass, like just in the grass? You're just like, "It's the mountain." Right. And you're like, "It's it's like three feet high." You're like, "Does nobody come and clean that?" They're like, "No." You're like, "You know those don't like degrade and like rot away, right? Any, they like, stay forever." And they're like, time, yeah." Meh, whatever. And you're like, shitbags. Okay, cool. Anyway, uh, don't call us when you need another World War One for you. Like, we'll just, you know, we'll leave you to the Germans next time, I guess. But my point is, so getting on with it, this whole NIPS thing, these three people got appointed by John Mitchell. John Mitchell's campaign promise was to clean up New Bedford and he wants to make it. So nips are a big hot button thing for litter apparently. I get it. I live, on, I live right off the Ave. Yeah. Okay? When I was running, when I was getting ready for, to, you know, to go through the academy oh, yeah, and all that, yeah. and I would run, especially when you get down to the power lines, yep. you know, everybody knows where they are right, in front of the, uh, right before the fire station, fire station. If, you're going, if you're going south on the Ave. There, there's a, just a shit ton of nips, fireball nips, everything. They're, like, you see them all over the place. It is gross. Don't get me wrong. It's a terrible thing, and I, and I hate the fact that people do what they do with them.
0: Right. Because, you know, they're just driving around, firing them out the window.
1: You well, know what I mean? like- yes, because they don't want to get hit for an open container law, which I'll get into in a minute. But the whole banning of nips, to think that banning nips is going to curb pollution in any such way. When we have Dunkin' Donuts cups everywhere, you have scratch tickets everywhere, yep. you have masks, surgical masks everywhere yep, yep. there is shit Plastic everywhere fucking
0: water bottles dude fucking I mean,
1: and these three me. people on the licensing board they had their minds made up apparently the way the, the way this whole thing worked was there's a there's a, a hearing there's there, there's a hearing then there's 30 minutes granted to the folks that uh that are there to say something Right. and then you know the three panel members deliberate and then they come back with their judgment after that Apparently there was thirty. It was supposed to be thirty minutes. Allegedly, it was cut short. This is according to a couple accounts that I heard on BSM um, earlier, but I don't know how true that is. And the deliberation lasted all of like four minutes, and they were like, "Yeah, no, we're banning them. So their minds were made up well right. before this ever happened. Well, they, they didn't have give to a do shit. Their
0: homeboys bidding.
1: Well, that's the thing. It shields the mayor, right? The mayor gets to sit there and say. Mitchell gets to sit there and say, "Well, oh, huh, I didn't ban Nips." I didn't do any of this.
0: Right. but the This was the liquor appointed. licensing
1: board, but the people you appointed did. Right. And they're obviously carrying your water. Yeah. So, but he gets to kind of like. Deflect. The, deflect and be like, ah, it wasn't me. Yep. Nope. So when, So when re-election time comes up. Yep. He gets to say, well, I I didn't ban the Nips. Okay. Right. It wasn't me. Right. I mean, it was just the people I hired. It was just the people that I appointed who are unelected officials. Right. Who get to do it. And the problem is, you, you know how this goes, with, uh, whenever you give any unele- like person An appointment in a in a position of power, right? You know, goddamn well they're going to abuse that shit. Yep. I mean, it's it's incredible. And some of the stories. And again, I talked to our elected official for about thirty minutes today, and he gave me a couple examples of things that go on and things that happen in City Hall. You give people in unpaid positions power in local government, and they will sit there and they will. They are like they turn into Joseph Stalin overnight. Like they right, they right. make they they make fucking Ho Chi Minh look you know like a fucking normal dude, you know like they're like Pol pot. You got shit on me, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like and it's like yo, know, oh 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 you want to you want to cut down a tree? Oh, oh man, that's tough. That's tough, man. I don't know. Well, it's, Death. you know, it's like I don't know. Like you might have to kill your firstborn. Yeah. Then maybe I'll consider it. Oh wait. Oh. Oh, you don't vote along the same party lines as I do? Mm, I don't think I'm going to grant you that, that that request. Nah, I don't think that's going to happen. Pretty much, and that's how these things work. So this whole nips thing again, it comes down to basically the the mayor appoints three the licensing board for the liquor. The liquor licensing board decides what what gets done and what's get doesn't. And now we are unable to purchase nips in New Bedford. Which is absolutely stupid in in so many different ways, and I'd love to hear like I know the people that are pro banning of nips, right? I know what their their thought is It's like okay great they're not going to be littering, they're you know people are driving obviously drinking them while they're driving which is illegal, right? Uh, and then they're throwing them out the window, yeah. So of course. okay cool like yeah right we're gonna get rid of all that negative stuff right wrong. No, they're just going to switch to half pints. Yeah. Now they're, they're going yep. to be now they're going to be drinking more than they probably would necessarily should, wanted to. Right. A lot should, faster. A lot faster. And then firing glass. bottles And then they're going to be firing window. glass bottles out their window, snagging so right. up with a bunch of broken glass instead of plastic that you can just go and easily, safely scoop up and, and clean. And then on top of that, what like what do you really think people aren't going to drive to Dartmouth?
0: Of course. You know, Lakeville, it's so
1: close. Westport. And just go over the line and be like, "New okay.
0: Bedford's small. I mean, not small, but there's a lot of easily. It's dense. Neighbor, it's, it's dense. Right. It's, like it's, not, it's not
1: overly huge. Right. Like physically,
0: neighboring towns are fucking five minutes out of the way. I mean, you, know you can
1: I mean? drive. You can literally hit. If you
0: really Dartmouth. want hips that bad? You
1: can. Yes. Can you'll, and you will. And then you're going to get people going to other towns, and rather than buying the one or two or three that they buy at the local liquor store, yeah, they're going to go buy a whole sleeve like, at the other place.
0: Dartmouth, Fairhaven, Akush- Fairhaven, their band."
1: Oh, Fairhaven, Fairhaven banned? banned them. Or I, I, Fairhaven already moved to ban them. I so, think as of January 1st, uh, they're banned. So
0: all the neighboring towns that didn't ban them, all their liquor store guys are fucking jumping for joy because they're about to get a skyrocket in sales. Yeah, on to, to
1: shout out to Brandon in the chat, uh, banning plastic bags. I think banning plastic bags is stupid too. Like, how about we just ban littering? Why don't we just do that? Let's just ban littering. How about that? Like, you can't you can't litter.
0: Don't they do that already?
1: I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to use liberal logic here. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to use liberal logic.
0: Five hundred dollars fine or something? I just see the, yeah. the guy in the car with his arm out the window and shit. And yeah. Five hundred
1: dollars yeah. fine for littering? Like, yeah, we we've already tried that. I mean, getting rid of plastic bags. No, fuck that. I, I hate paper bags. Paper bags suck. Bring back plastic bags. I want plastic bags back. Like two trips are for pussies, man. Yeah. I, I don't want to fucking have to take three trips to my car. To get all my groceries out of it, no. I want one trip. I can put every single plastic bag on my arm like and forklift and, you know, walk, and, and walk it in, and, I, and that's it. Like, no, getting rid of the, getting rid of this stuff doesn't do anything. That's the problem. Is your ban the, the, the ultimately the root of the issue here? Is not the nip. Right. The root of the issue is the shitty behavior of the people that throw them out the window. Right. So. You're trying to legislate shitty behavior out of people, which doesn't work. Which never works. It's never worked. It will never work. People who litter, that just means they have no they have no accountability, they have disdain, they just don't they care don't about their fuck. neighborhood. They don't no. give a fuck. They're going to throw the shit out the window whether it's convenient for you or not. They don't care. They're like, "All right, whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. It's gone the side of the road. Not my problem." Right. That and unfortunately, that is a very common theme that you see amongst people, especially right. when you start to get more and more densely populated areas. Of course. So by getting rid of nips, what are you really doing? You're forcing people You're to go to... you
0: squeezing the balls of the fucking guys who make a shitload of money out of the fucking liquor stores. Yeah. I'll tell you that. I, for
1: example, one liquor store that allegedly... Apparently, uh, and this is, again, this is what I was told. I wasn't there. But one liquor store owner who, who was at the at the meeting... Said that he makes four hundred thousand dollars a year in revenue off of nips. Like four hundred thousand dollars of income. That's a profit, but that's just what he brings in right, that's off total of sales. nips. Total sales in nips, four hundred thousand. Now you figure a nip costs anywhere from a dollar to three dollars, depending on if you get the fancy ones. Right. You know, those Tito's ones, the glasses, they start getting expensive. Yeah, but yeah. you figure, all right, on average, call it, you know, two bucks.
0: Right. 99 bananas. Now, you
1: got you know. four, one guy doing 400000 a year. You got another guy probably doing half that and another guy probably doing 20 of that, uh, twice that. You, you, the rough estimate, I think, that was thrown out was it's about $10 million in sales in nips a year in New Bedford alone. Wow. Okay, all right. Let's just say... That's a lot. Well, let's just say... Let's, hypothetically, let's just be really conservative. Let's cut that in half and say $5 million. Even though one store does 400000 a year. Right. And I don't know how many liquor stores there are in New Bedford, but it's going to be Fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred? Hundred and something. You know what I mean? Sure. Like I'm I'm sure there's more than we can even count. Right. But let's just say it's let's just say conservatively it's five million a year. That's five million dollars in sales tax that you are now no longer receiving. Right. Now what do you think the city is gonna do
0: to make up for that? To make up for that. Tax us.
1: You, what do you what do you just think they're going to be like? Oh well, we lost that revenue. That's guess what? We'll, jack taxes. Up guess we'll else. have to figure it out. That no, gonna they're going to raise taxes somewhere else. Tax us
0: again, somewhere else.
1: So now, instead of the people who buy the nips paying that tax money, we are now they're going to put it onto the people like me and you who don't buy nips every right, day. I
0: could give a fuck about nips. Right? I never go again, to the store. I ever don't care for if nips. they
1: ban nips forever. If nips were forever gone, I'd be like ah. That's lame. Listen. Oh, well. I guess I'll just bring a bottle of birdie juice onto the golf course as opposed to a nip.
0: Nothing for nothing, dude, but like... And I'm not trying to attack anybody out there that does buy nips because maybe you do need them for a good reason. But like, I really don't need alcohol that bad to where I see that I need the reason for a fucking nip. Well,
1: because you're not a raging alcoholic, and
0: and there I aren't... don't need to stow shit. I don't. Guess what? If I'm going on a fucking plane, I'll just buy a couple drinks in the airport, get shit faced beforehand, and have one or two on the plane to keep it going until I fucking pass out or something.
1: Well, that's the thing. It, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. But again, I don't need that bad but like
0: driving around like what do i look like fj you know what i mean like i i you know i don't drive around all day hopping from town you know in in the immediate town area with you know a fucking 18 rack in my goddamn passenger seat you know what i mean well nips everywhere and that and
1: and then i started thinking of the reasons why people discard nips so freely out the window and so cavalierly because they do it all the time and i'm like well it's probably because we have an open container law in Massachusetts where it's a $500 fine if you get pulled over with an open container in your car. Right. Whether you're OUI or not, not, if you have an empty beer can in the back of your seat from a party three weeks ago that you just forgot or missed or somebody threw in, like, I don't know, whatever. and
0: I've gotten in my truck and there's empty containers in the back of my fucking truck.
1: I was pulled out of my car. I told you this story earlier yeah, today. Yeah. I was pulled out of my car in on 195. Because we had a 12-pack of Heineken, still sealed up, being yep. a good buddy of ours. We were on our way to Rhode Island to watch WrestleMania. This is not like, I don't know, 2006, 7, 8, somewhere in there. Probably, like, 05, 06. We were on our way to Rhode Island. We hopped on 195 at Font's Corner. This is 3.30 in the afternoon. We hop on in, in, you know, whatever, February, whatever was, a Royal Rumble yeah. or WrestleMania, I don't remember, it doesn't matter. We were going to our buddy's house to watch a wrestling thing. We get pulled over by a stadie, right out, we get off, we take the exit, we get on the highway, immediately the stadie throws his lights on and pulls us over. Boop, boop. And I'm like, okay, I'm like, my whole car's legit, everything's fine, we didn't break any laws, what's the problem? First of all, the he gives me a bullshit-ass excuse to pull me over. like, oh, you know you got a plate light out? I'm like, well, that's funny because my lights aren't on. Why? Yeah. Would, how would you know I have a plate it's light 3:00 out? It's 3
0: o'clock in the afternoon. 3 o'clock
1: in, in the new. afternoon. That's bullshit. He sees the 12-pack of Heineken in the back seat, pulls us both out of the car, hands on the hood, feet apart, pats us down, and then he's chastising us. You know, it's a $500 fine if you have an open container in here. And I'm like, yeah? And he's like, I better not find anything in there. I'm like, well, unless you got something in your pocket that you're about to dump out in my backseat, you ain't finding nothing, dude. It's a sealed ass 12 pack of Heineken that we're bringing to a buddy's house as a gift. Like, as a hey, thanks for having us over. So, I was very clear I was made very clear on what the fine was for an open container at a very young age I was probably 22 at the time huh. You know what I mean like it was like in this state he was you know of course he's going to he was he was young you could tell he was he was pretty save the world. pretty new to the job he was going to save the world he was going to clean up the west with a badge and a gun and he yep. was he was out he was going to get us you know you know, so that's why everybody's like, oh, you you, you, you you, don't know what it's like to drive when you're black. I'm like, ah, you know, um, I've driven as a 22-year-old white kid and been treated like shit. So, yeah. you know, whatever. But neither here nor there. The open law, but the open container fine is what I think fucking chaps my ass the most. Because if we don't have an open container law, right, maybe people are going to be less inclined to throw their nips out the window. So why don't we just get rid of the open container law, let people just, okay, you got an empty nip, throw it on the floor of your car. If you're OUI, you're OUI, whether there's an open container or or not. not. Right. So who gives a shit?
0: Right. You want to clean up the littering problem, just lie. Now,
1: if you want, now, if if this guy wants to throw the shit, you know, throw the evidence that he's been drinking on the front seat of his car, hey, that's on you, bud. You know, maybe that's actually a better thing. Maybe we'll get more OUI, you know, people off the road for OUI.
0: OUI. Yeah. Think about all them nips that you find on the side of the road. If those were in cars when people got pulled over for driving like assholes when yeah. they're fucking shit faced. You know, it is what it is. But But I maybe maybe I,
1: you get rid of maybe you get rid of the uh the open container law and you say, you know what, if you're a passenger in a car and you want to have a couple beers, like fuck it. Who cares? Like you're not driving. There's plenty of states that let you do that. You're not driving. Okay. If you're operating now, if I'm, if you're in the car and you got an open beer, like you damn right. If I'm driving, like if I'm driving, you ain't no, you're not drinking that. Well, I'm in the car, like I'm yeah, driving. Have no some fucking respect. yes yeah, no, because I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going through a fucking sobriety test right now. Because there's a damn good chance I'm still drunk from last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. there might can, be some traces. Yeah, you can fuck off of that. Right. But, but hey, listen, teach their own, man. This is America. You should be allowed to do what you want to do, right? I mean, and again, this just comes back to another instance of government just trying to dictate our lives to us yep. and just and 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 play safety nanny all the time yep. and it's not even a safety nanny thing this is a pull like yeah I, and i can't help but think this is probably gonna go back to some bullshit ass climate change initiative or some fucking stupid thing like that where it's like oh yeah no seriously like the world's gonna end in seven years unless you give us like wicked amount of money then we can maybe fix it. it right. Maybe. maybe. But we'll probably need more money after that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> probably. You
1: know, right. and then you got that fucking autistic cunt Greta Thornburg up there. You're like, how dare you? Yeah. You know, Shut up, bitch, you fucking loser. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but no, I just think this whole nip band thing is absolutely ridiculous. I think the way out of this though, and this is I, I again I'm not an expert on this. It was just kind of like glossed over to me by an elected official in the city of New Bedford. I guess the way that we're going to go about it now is that we have to collect, I think it's 3,500 signatures by September, yep. sometime uh, some date in September, in order to get a ballot question for November where the people will be able to actually vote on it. So when you go to vote in November and this question comes up on the ballot, you vote yes or no. Listen, if the city of Bedford votes like yes, ban nips, Hey, whatever, dude. The people have spoken. Right. That's that's how this is supposed to work. Right. But to have a mayor who's got this bullshit initiative of being a clean city, which again, I'm not against cleaning up the city. Right. But I'm definitely but you know, here's the thing too, and this is funny thing about politics. It's like, "Oh, we're going to be the cleanest gateway city in New England. That's our goal." And everybody claps and cheers and it's like, "Okay, but how do you plan on accomplishing that?" "Oh, well, we're going to ban plastic bags, nips, uh, we're gonna ban all this shit, like whoa, Strauss, and, and, all, and, blah, then, blah, and then and then all of a sudden everybody's like whoa, 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 hold on. Right. I don't know if I'm on board with that, they, but they can't say that part out loud. You know, not until they're already in office, because then it becomes unpopular.
0: Right. Why don't they just hire more overtime for the town, go, for the city guys to just run more streets? Uh, or
1: more or, shit, or I mean, we the, what what's the uh, what's the inmate population in Massachusetts in minimums?
0: Oh boy.
1: I oh, mean yeah. Fuck sure. the
0: minimums, put everybody out there. I want a chain gang.
1: I'm sure there's sure there's plenty of manual oh, labor available. Uh, Shit, yeah. You know, in the, I mean I'm pretty sure it's what
0: what are we at? What are we at? Fifty fifty
1: six hundred, six thousand, seven thousand inmates oh. in the in the state of Massachusetts. Now? Really,
0: that's it now?
1: It's down big, yeah.
0: In just state?
1: Yeah. Right. just state
0: because it used to be like twenty two thousand. That's probably like state 11, and county. Eleven thousand was state. This was back like. Well, you know,
1: I mean, ago. they let everybody out because of COVID. You know? Right,
0: this was also eight years ago. Yeah,
1: you know, everybody out, you know, because because everybody who's in state prison, you know, they only they only ended up doing a ten year bid because yeah. they had a because well, they had a of, roach uh, in there. They had a roach in their cup holder. You know, that's right. why know. Well, this point, I rolled of, through a stop sign and this racist cop pulled me over. Yeah. It's like, oh right, we'll ignore the fucking you know. You know, uh, $50,000 worth of fentanyl you had in the backseat. seat. But, you know, <laughs> I know, right? You're right, right. Well, well, leave that part out. There's
0: plenty of offices and people out there that would love the overtime to go run a chain gang. So, you know what? I say they bring it back.
1: Let's bring it back. Um, But, yeah, anyway, uh, I wanted to start the show with that because I don't know. It just really seared my Nesmans when I found out they banned them unilaterally. And, right. you know, without, again, I know John Mitchell's an elected official. And this is what comes back to, you know, everybody always says, oh, elections have consequences. Well, if you're a nip drinker or a fan of nips or a fan of not letting the government tell you what you can and can't have, and you voted for John Mitchell, this one's on you. I mean, this is what we say when elections have consequences. This is why you have to ask the questions. You don't just go and say, oh, is it D or is it R? I will vote for him. Okay. Like, no, that's brainless, stupid you're shit. An idiot. Right. You're an idiot. You're not a well, you you should. Everybody, give it an
0: opportunity to do something that a lot of people in other countries don't fucking have. And people just don't give a shit. And it's absolutely fucking insane. Because we take
1: it for granted. I know. We it's take our right to vote and, and to choose our elected officials for granted. And crazy. And it's, ab, it's, it's just, it, I get it so incensed sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. I'm going to run for a, a position, in, in, you know, a local position. And, and I'm going to make, you know, try to affect change. It's not going to happen, dude. You're not going to do anything. Like some of the stories I was talking to my to one of our elected officials about today were so infuriating. I mean, something as simple as like getting a stop sign put up at a busy intersection, right? And then you have the traffic commission who I, I believe are unpaid in this city in this in this city. Uh, yeah, let's just say when you when you want to say power hungry. Like this is the kind of shit that you go to and this is where it comes down to with school boards and school officials and, and shit like that. And it just this is what this is what absolutely just pisses me the fuck off about all of this stuff. And it's something as simple as nips, something that I'm not even mad that they're banning. I'm not mad that the, that nips are being banned because I don't care because it, right. doesn't, it really I'm just doesn't mad affect me.
0: Principle in which they stand but it's on. The, it's the
1: point. Right. It's the point. It's, it's the, the fact that the government is unilaterally telling you what you can and can't have, and that I don't get down with at all on right. any level, to any degree. Right. No, thank you. I don't believe it. if John Mitchell wants to clean up the city, good. Figure it out. Figure it out. Don't tell me what I can and can't buy. It's
0: not my and fucking you know what? problem.
1: And, and honestly. I don't know John Mitchell that well. I don't really know much about his policies and and, and where he sits. I'm sure he's a liberal. Uh, you know. Democrat. It, liberal. <laughs> potato. I potato. Say,
0: there's a blue D next to his name.
1: When he yeah, whatever. Out. I don't care. <laughs> uh, English. Brit. Yeah. <laughs> a, yeah. Uh, but Fuck I don't up. really know much about him. I, and maybe he's got some good ideas. Maybe he's actually a decent candidate. Maybe he's actually not, as far as Democrats and liberals go, maybe he's not bad. Right. Maybe he's a guy that you could actually level with and maybe, you know, make a couple and, and have a conversation with. I don't really know him that well. But when you appoint people to carry your water for you, and again, it's a political ploy. I get it. I know the. I, I understand. I see the game for exactly how they're playing it, and that's right. fine. But again, elections have consequences. So if you like nips or plastic bags or whatever else they're going to ban, because if you think this is it, they already told you you can't have menthol cigarettes. Yeah. You know, big blow to the black community. Oof. Uh, You know, yeah, because uh, but don't worry, you know, everybody knows in the black community that the liberals, they're out for you. They're they're your guy. Yeah. Yeah. They haven't been fucking you for the last 30 years, 50 years, 60 years, whatever. right, Right. But, you into voting because they give you a little bit of but bread every never once in a while yeah neither neither here nor there dude it's just it, it just it incenses me but li- politics is a dirty game it's a dirty game and these people are playing the dirty game and I don't like it I don't want it I didn't want I don't I don't think cigarettes of any kind should be banned I don't no. think cigarette advertising should be banned. I mean
0: their companies just as well if you want to fucking buy butts and go fucking smoke
1: why them, is it that why is it that the the cigarette cigarette advertising gets banned but alcohol can fucking advertise out the ass
0: pharmaceuticals you can fucking pump drugs down your goddamn throat which I mean, is probably just on the same playing field as bad as fucking cigarettes in most cases, mm. for Christ's sakes. Like, that's fine. But oh, you can't oh, have something Joe Poole up there.
1: Ah, we got a we we pill for that. That's oh, fucking crazy. Oh, you right got now. this problem? We got to. that. And we're the only
0: country in the world, by the way, that fucking advertises pharmaceuticals and shit like that that yeah. we do. We're the only one. We don't – no other country rams fucking, you know, Lunesta down your fucking throat, you know, because you can't fucking sleep. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's insane. Well, because, they, it's,
1: because we know that there's – Again, and this is why we could have a treatment for cancer. We could uh, we could have a uh, uh, we could have a cure for cancer. We could have a cure for HIV. We could have a cure for probably everything, but. The money's in the treatment. We all know that. But that's a whole other show and a whole other day. Big Pharma, that's another one that just sears my Nesman's. But we will touch back. We will circle back to Big Pharma when we get to Bronnie James in a little bit because I know there's some people out there that are listening that are probably going to have the same thoughts that we do. When They're going to wonder, hey, Bronnie James, 18-year-old, cardiac arrest. Uh, What booster were you on, bud? How How many? many? What number? What number? Seven seven four nine nine two eight seven zero two. 992 8702 Thanks for hearing us out on the nips. Uh, no, I'm good. I'm good right now. You want to hold it down while Yeah, I'll hold it down. All right. I don't have Sean here to hold it down while Paul goes in sp- Actually, you know what? You might as well just top me off. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll put this, we'll do this. Bop buh. Boom. There we go. All right. Now you can just talk to me and look at me. Uh, but no, thank you for entertaining me on that. I appreciate you all. Uh, give me a call if you want. 774-992-8702. That's the phone number. Uh, what are your thoughts on the knit ban in New Bedford? Obviously, this is not sports related. This is not something that we generally do a lot of. But I felt like it was important to discuss and get out because it's been a, it's it's a big deal. And it was a hot button issue. Uh, today I didn't know this was like this was happening today I thought this was something that was happening in uh, November or you know election season when when things usually uh, you know take place I guess in my head anyway um, I didn't know this was gonna be a thing and now all of a sudden I think they've got 90 days or three months to uh, the liquor stores that is to, to liquid liquidate their uh, their inventory um, so now I gotta go stock up at uh, at Linden's liquors up the street shout out. Love you guys. Uh, And get plenty of birdie juice and butter shots so I can, uh, you know, make it through. I don't know. Hopefully, I'll buy enough to get me through next golf season. Um, I don't shoot. I don't hit that many birdies in a typical round of golf. So, birdie juice tends to last me a little bit. Um, I'm not that good, unfortunately, as much as I try. Um, But we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, Anyway, uh, let's see. Who, uh... State of Math has approximately 4,200 inmates currently. Uh, wow, that's way down. Holy shit, 4,200. Well, out of those 4,200, Drew, I'm sure we could find—I um, don't know—500 of them to go clean up nips around the state. I mean, just you know, go van by van, just right around. There you go. There's your there's your nip cleanup crew. Now we don't have to ban them uh, and and lose all that revenue too. I mean, again, the tax revenue thing. That's what kind of like, you know, I think people don't realize like, yeah, all right, cool. We banned NIPs. That's, you know, let's call it again conservatively. You know, we're talking anywhere from five to ten million a year in, in sales tax revenue. And now we're not going to have that. So where do you think that extra five to ten million is going to come from? Do you think uh, city halls, do you think they're going to take a pay cut? No, no, they're not going to do that. That's stupid. They would never do that. Nobody takes pay cuts. It's just they're going to find something else to tax you on you. are your, sit, your, your property taxes will go up. Your sales tax will go up on other things. Your your car, the RMV, like whatever it might be, who knows? Like they'll they'll but they'll, they'll figure it out. Don't worry, they will definitely figure that out. Uh, so we're gonna get into some sports stuff. We got uh, obviously the big news with Brawny James. We got Justin Herbert inking a five-year extension, making him the highest-paid player in NFL history. Jalen Brown is now the highest-paid NBA player in history. Uh, which I would love to hear from the Celtics fans on that one because I don't know I got some I got some mixed thoughts on that and then we're gonna get into all the drama from Pocono uh, I know it, it, you know NASCAR is not everybody's cup of tea but I'm a huge NASCAR fan it is definitely my cup of tea and uh, I like to talk about it so we'll get into that too a little bit later in the show. Um, but give us a call, 774-992-8702. Uh, you get the audio only stream uh, in the description. There's a link in the description if you don't want to tie up your phone with, uh, with just using Facebook Live. Mixler, M-I-X-L-R.com backslash Joey-Fats. You can go there and just get the audio uh, rather than uh, having to watch the uh, video. Thank you, sir. Uh, this show is brought to you by Kettle One and the Denver Broncos. And Florida's natural grapefruit juice, um, but uh, yeah. So we'll get into all that as we go. We got some good videos. We got some quality content here coming up for you, especially in the NASCAR realm. Uh, punches were thrown. Uh, what do you want? Do you want to do? Want to just transition real quick into brawny? Uh, and, and I don't know.
0: I don't know how much there was really to say on other than when well, cardiac yeah. arrest and he was so in the ICU, but he's out now. He's recovering. He was treated
1: and released. Apparently, he was treated and released. Uh, he's okay. He had a cardiac arrest uh, event. Uh, Paul's back. Uh, he had a card. He was. He went into cardiac arrest during a training event, uh, or pr- you know, practice, or whatever it was. He was training. I got some questions because you know, I know everybody who was, uh, you know, the anti-vaxxers, if you will. Which again, w- I'm not anti-vaccination. Okay, I fully believe that the uh, the polio vaccine and uh, you know the measles and the mumps. And the chicken pox or vaccines, like I, I, am fully on board with all those. Those all work. All right, I fully believe that those work. I, I, have no, I have no issues with them. I'm not one of these like you know crazy flat Earth people. That's like, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sticking that needle in my arm. Man, listen. With your tinfoil hat on. If you tell me that, if you <laughs> tell me, if you tell me, like, hey, listen, bro, there is a drug out there. If you take it. Your penis will grow 12 inches, and you will become Superman, superhuman strength. You'll be like It's Dreams World on uh, TikTok. I'd be like, okay, I'll take that. I probably will. They're like, but there's risks. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Which are they? Well, well, how, <laughs> how, how bad are the risks? They're like, well, it could potentially kill you, but how quick? Right. How many likes will I be able to get on Instagram before I die?
0: How much money can it?
1: Will yeah. yeah. I be able to yeah. bench press seven hundred pounds? Because if so like that. More than that. More I would get yeah. you know, I mean I might I, I the, listen, I'm just saying, I have a price, okay? Yeah. I if can be, got a 12 I, inch dick, I can be bought, is you, what I'm saying. Right. If so, you got a
0: twelve inch dick, you better be able to bench more than seven hundred pounds. Why
1: would you need to? You have a twelve inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who gives a shit? I'm just saying. Like like I have a twelve inch dick. Yeah, how much do you bench? one thirty five. Yeah, but he's got a twelve inch dick. Yeah, two hundred pounds enough. per inch is what you yeah. need to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ugh, shit. <laughs> Tough to argue with a man with a 12-inch dick. Yeah, just saying, yeah, bro. you yeah. just whip that thing out. I'm just like, all right, yeah, you win. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so I'm just saying I have a price. I can be bought. There's, there's, If you tell me that there's a drug out there that will do X, Y, and Z or a pill or, a, or whatever, there's a decent chance I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to at least consider this. I'm going to look into this. I'm going to at least consider this. And then I'm probably going to end up, you know, because it's me. And be like, well, you know, I mean, humans, we've been around for a long time. We're pretty resilient. We're a resilient bunch. Yeah. I think I could throw something in my body and try it and just see what happens. So I'm not anti-vax. And that's a very common. And anti-vax is like a very blanket statement for anybody who is anti-COVID vaccination. Just because I was anti-getting... Uh, a needle forced into your arm for a vaccination for a disease right. that we knew wasn't going to kill you yeah, or doesn't the, mean that or I'm anti-job. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, they threaten your job with doesn't mean I'm anti-vaccination. Right. Okay. Like I said, I believe in the measles, the mumps, the polio, you know, all the vaccines, you know, the vaccine, the vaccines that you can get, you know, hepatitis, all that kind of shit. Sure. Yeah, that works. It's studied. It's proven. But this when you get to the COVID vaccine, crap. this right. one I mean, to say this was easy to see would be an understatement. Now, I don't ever consider myself the smartest man in the room. I'm just kidding. I do all the time. But I'm usually not the smartest man in the room, okay? I'm pretty smart. I'm pretty slick. I've been around a little bit. I know a few things, okay? But I'm not always the smartest guy in the room. That being said, my bullshit meter is never off. That fucking thing is dialed fucking in. I mean, like, you could be in the Oppenheimer movie, like, you know, testing radiation. Yeah, that's me. Then my bullshit meter. It's fucking spot on. And I'm not talking about the ones from, like, Chernobyl with it. like, not terrible. Not great. No, no, no. My shit. They lied about it anyway. (laughs) My shit is precise. And it was very easy to see through the vaccine thing. So, again, I just have to raise the question. Was Bronny vaccinated first and foremost? Was he boosted? How many boosters did he take, and why are we seeing an what seems to be an alarming level of 18 to 25 year old professional or high level amateur athletes who should be at the peak of their physical condition dropping dead, having these cardiac events? Some of them dying, some of them not. I mean, we we saw Damar Hamlin get railed in the chest. Now, could that have been that one? You know, crazy like. Blip of a second, so you know whatever they call that thing. That yeah, we they, already, the already commo- commodio up. corditis or whatever the fuck it right, was. Right. There. That thing that everybody was an expert on for about three weeks. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, and then they moved on to uh, what was after that. Uh, for the championship, dog. Yeah. Oh, oh, we were they were then they were experts on getting uh, trains run on cops in Tennessee. Yep. And then it was submarines, and um, yeah, yeah, whatever. And
0: then it was uh, chemicals and stuff because the Pennsylvania true Railroad. Oh,
1: right. Yes, yeah. yes. The railroad thing. It was a hazmat. Yeah. Whatever. Expert. Whatever happened to that? Who the fuck? Like whatever happened to that? Is that is that that just like do you know talk about faded out of the news cycle?
0: Well, because apparently that happens quite a lot in the United States. Do it you know
1: that the the FBI investigates? I want to say it's like eleven hundred train derailments a year yeah, in the United States. In the United States alone, yeah. trains are like the pit bulls of transportation, dude. They suck they There's suck. Not
0: enough money invested into them to keep them safe, and they're just like haul oh, more shit. You know what I mean? It's like Jesus. They're the whipping boys.
1: Unlike pit bulls, though, you know? trains are actually you know those are that we rely on them. Right. We don't rely on pit bulls. Useful. Uh, they're useful, right? Yes, pit bulls. I mean, whatever. We could get rid of every pit bull tomorrow, and like six people would be like, "No, oh, no, my pets." And you're like, ah, you'll get over it. Get a bunny because you can have one now because your an Australian dog. Get it, get it, get a bunny because now your dog won't kill it.
0: Have a kid because now your dog won't kill Oh yeah, have a kid, you know, your <laughs> dog won't. Start a family, man, you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
1: right. Um but anyway, uh yeah, that that's like faded out wicked quick. But uh what was I saying? Uh where, where was I going with this? You yeah, just you, were... you just derailed me. Ah
0: Aha! shit. I, shit. Um you're basically talking about you know Fuck. a bunch of bullshit and so yeah I'm fucking lost yeah I whatever anyway we're forgot. talking about
1: brawny and the vaccines and yes everything that's else. where we were so my bullshit meter blah 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 whatever anyway back to the brawny thing I want to know like you know there's questions to be asked here right you know because well, it, it was he vaccinated was he boosted what number booster was he on right because those are all things now because you got guys athletes dropping dropping like flies
0: and you know what's another thing and I'm sorry to cut you off. But people don't realize, where was he when this happened? At the USC Training Center in downtown I fucking have, Los have Angeles have no or idea. somewhere, probably pretty fucking close.
1: To a medical facility? To a
0: medical facility. So, like, how severe was this cardiac arrest? If he was anybody else in any other situation, would this person have passed away or not? Now, or because he was under direct, ridiculous medical care from the facility as well to Much the like Tamar Hamlin was. Right, exactly like... What would have happened? Like, How serious was it Outside of being radiation?
1: at a hospital, I don't think Damar Hamlin could have picked a better place to have that episode.
0: Is there, seri- is there stages to it? Cardi- it's just all one thing, right? Um, just, your I heart mean, starts quivering and ain't pumping blood anymore. I'm not right? going to sit here and
1: try to, you know, talk, up. Yeah, talk. I don't know. either. I, that. I'm not uh, this a, is a general question yeah. I have, because
0: I don't know a lot about the difference. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. A I just
1: play one on things. Facebook like all my other friends. Right. Yeah. Um, Every but, week when something bad happens, right? Yes. But that being said, uh, but I am an expert on submarines now or submersibles. So, you know, I got that going for me. Um, How
0: could anybody not be with all the shit they crammed down your throat well, about it? Well, because
1: Gorlak, the Destroyer. Um, None of those
0: people died. They all escaped billions of dollars worth of debt and faked their own deaths.
1: I think they were all on Epstein's list.
0: They faked their own You know,
1: death. You know what I think? I think Obama's cook that drowned. Yeah. His, I think he knew something. He knew. He knew things. Yeah. Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. Conspiracy theories, 101. Um But anyway, uh, but no, uh, I feel terrible for Brawny. I hope he's okay. Honestly, I hope he makes a full recovery. I know because I- he's just an eighteen-year-old kid. I mean, the kid doesn't deserve this. He doesn't. Nobody deserves it. But it just it raises questions. But then you get the people on the other side of it that are like, "How dare you? Quite ask about his medical history. Yeah. Like, you, it's none of your business if he was vaccinated or not." But like. Actually, um, uh, yeah, because yeah. you already kind of made it our business Right. when you forced us Just to get the, the shot. Yeah, when you did this whole thing. When you when you did this whole dance for the last two and a half years, yeah, when you were like, right. either get this shot in your arm yeah. or you're going to lose your job.
0: Hippo, what the fuck is that? Show me a papers. Yeah. Like, what? Really? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Like, fuck out of here. Yeah. So uh I hope he's okay. It seems like he's all right. He was treated and released apparently, um, right. and he seems now, like he's good. Now, is
0: this like too soon, too insensitive to ask? Like, what does this do? Like, what what is this going to do for his basketball career?
1: I mean, I think that's the number one question everybody's asking. Is you know, okay, is he okay? He's okay. All right, cool. Now what? Is I mean- he
0: okay? Is I don't he, know. Okay. I mean, you know what I mean. Like, Tamar I mean,
1: Hamlin's coming back. He's going. He's starting training camp in yeah, two days or I know, three days, I whatever know. it is.
0: I just, I, I just would hate for the kid's career to be sidelined. You know, you have this golden opportunity. You have a boost like nobody else really to get yourself into the league and make something of yourself and make your yeah. own damn. money. I mean, your dad's arguably Fuck the your-
1: greatest basketball player of all time.
0: Right, and it's like at this point, it's like, and I'm not saying like fuck LeBron or anything, but like fuck like your dad's shadow and all that shit. Make something yourself. Get in the league. Make some dough. Do what you can, and just live a happy life. And like fucking, and be like, wow, what a fucking ride. You know what I mean? Like, you don't got to go in there and try and be, you know, the next greatest thing. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. Maybe you won't even last. Just let it be. Year. But just, just go and let, let it be. be. You have a great opportunity, and I would like to see somebody of like like him like make. I mean, the Steph most Curry was
1: able to be better than his dad.
0: Yeah, and his brother was probably better than that. Austin
1: Davis, not so much, but.
0: Right. But, like, I just, I see kids like that who have it literally handed to them, and I'd rather see them make something of it rather than. Can I say Austin not. Davis. I mean,
1: Austin Rivers.
0: Austin Rivers, yeah. But, you know, know what I mean? mean? Yeah, I'm an idiot. But that's up to him. I mean, like, Johnny Manziel's a different story. <laughs> it was story, a fraudulent but. slip. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah Fucking idiot.
1: Yeah. It's a mute point. Uh, it's water under the fridge. Uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, no, I hope the kid's fine. I hope he ends up making a full recovery. I, I mean, I'm looking forward to watching his career. I
0: we too. That's I'm, why I'm, I'm rooting for shit. him. I'm Damn, ro- I mean,
1: I love LeBron. LeBron's yeah, okay. my dog. Like, I mean, not off the court. He probably would rather me be dead. But on the court, I mean, listen, man, as long as he wears the purple and gold, I'm all for it. I'm ride or die on LeBron. But right. and, I, and I hope his kid does great. I want to see both of his kids, you know, grow up and be fucking awesome and excel in the NBA and have a usher in a whole new era of, you know, I guess they would be Prince James's, you know, uh, which was, you know, that's kind of lame, but whatever. It is what it is. It'll be fun. Nonetheless, it will be fun. Um, But sticking in the NBA, Paul, you're you're a big Celtics fan. You love the Celtics. You you ride. I mean, I do. I do love the Celtics. You are. You are a borderline green teamer uh, through it and through.
0: What the fuck does that be? Borderline.
1: Okay, you're a green teamer because you're completely all in.
0: I love the Celtics. I don't have any other team but the Celtics. But When you're... it comes to basketball, but, like, I don't let it be known. I'm not sitting here, like, studying every off fucking season. No, 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 no. But you're, but you're, like that.
1: but the Celtics can do no wrong in your eyes. They are your baby. And yeah, no, you love absolutely it. not,
0: bro. Larry Bird made uh, for that team. That so... is, the, they are the golden child. <laughs> like...
1: They gave us Larry Bird.
0: Yeah, they gave us fucking Larry Bird, bro. I wonder if
1: if Larry Bird was an Atlanta Hawk, would you be an Atlanta Hawk fan? Mm-mm. No.
0: No, I just would have been like a...
1: You'd have been like, yeah, Doc Rivers is the greatest player yeah, of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, no, I would have been like, Larry like a, Bird. yeah, Kevin McHale, that guy's the
0: balls. You yeah. know what I mean? Or like something, I don't know, Chief, um, but like Chief, baby. You know what I mean? So
1: me? like, let's talk about this Jalen Brown contract. So the extension five years, what, $304 million? 303. 300- well, yeah,
0: three hundred four because it's like three hundred three and some. It's three hundred three and some
1: change. Z- uh, Jalen Brown gets absolutely paid. We knew he was going to make some money. We just didn't know where. I think this is just a abs unless there is something that I am completely missing with the new CBA that I haven't heard of yet that is going to change. In that you know, I'll I'll put that out there as a caveat right. of like, okay, I can pivot off of this this take, right. This might go down as one of the worst contracts in NBA history to pay a number two, a guy that you have already like you 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 have your number one. You've said Tatum's your number one. You're right. you're riding with Tatum as your number one. To pay your number two in Jalen Brown, three hundred and four million dollars, an average of what sixty million a year? Yeah. The highest-paid player in NBA history is now Jalen Brown. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. I, is this Looney Tunes? What planet are we on? How is Jalen Brown making more money than Steph Curry and LeBron James right now? I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just honestly, and I'd love to hear from Celtics fans to get your take on this because I'm just fucking lost. I'm baffled, dude. This is this. I, I knew he was going to get paid. But I was thinking more like 220 to 230.
0: Yeah, 304 is big, dude. I saw that and I'm like, "Damn!" what's Tatum's contract? What's Tatum's contract? Uh, I'll look it up. Because I would like to see, because I I meant to do this today when I was talking about it, because to put $304 million in Jalen Brown's lap and then have... Uh
1: he signed a five-year, one hundred sixty-three million-dollar contract. uh that will. uh
0: it d- 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 that ends the season, next season, 23-24? Yeah,
1: twenty-three, twenty-four, I believe, is the final year of his contract. So mm-hmm. this let me just double check here, because I don't want to put false information out there. And
0: because if you're gonna pay, Brown,
1: uh, no, it runs through twenty. It runs through twenty twenty-six.
0: Oh my god.
1: So he's Peter on the books this year for so 32 million. Pissed, he's on the bro. books <laughs> next year for 34 million. Wow. And then he has a player option for the fifth year. So he's got this year and next year.
0: He must be
1: if I'm reading this right. Livid.
0: Not not livid, but I bet that he's feeling some type of way right now. Supposed to be the number one, and Jalen Brown. He's gonna player option
1: after after next year.
0: Thank, bro. He's gonna want to sign a fucking four hundred fifty million dollar contract. We're gonna have over a half a billion dollars invested into two players in the next.
1: I mean, four years. Or or did the Celtics give Jalen Brown this deal knowing Tatum's out that they're gonna let Tatum go, and they're gonna build around Jalen Brown. Maybe you know, that's the option. I mean, maybe that's Luka? the. Can we get
0: Luca? Maybe can we get Trey. I mean, I mean maybe, maybe that's, not Luka. I mean, I'm thinking of like. I don't where, know. I don't know why Durant? we would do Durant. that. Durant needs to come on and give me a list of complimentary players to Jalen Brown. I'm talking like nasty, dude. Like something that we can really break the bank with if we're gonna get rid of Tatum. You know what I mean? Because with Tatum, we can shop that fucking name. Well, that's we what can I'm saying. Almost get anybody.
1: Maybe you. Maybe you trade Tatum for a boatload of picks, players, give us joker. Money, you're not getting Joker, but
0: no, give him Tatum and everybody, everybody
1: except Brown. But then you end up just at square one.
0: Fuck it, we already locked ourselves into square one by giving Jalen Brown three hundred
1: million. I just don't understand the reasoning of giving Jalen Brown sixty million dollars. Do year. they
0: plan on just dismantling the team and liquidating shit? Like,
1: I can't imagine. I mean, they're they've been on the cusp of the last three years, like. They've been right there, like, knocking on the door.
0: Yeah, something tells me that they're doing some funny fucking shit. Brad Stevens is fucking around, and they're going to get rid of Tatum or something if they're giving him double what fucking Tatum's making right now. I know his contract was signed a couple years ago, and he still has some options back when his contract was probably a blockbuster contract, but... What I'm saying is, to give him 304, if you even give Tatum close to that or more, which you should, him being your number one, you're going to lock over a half a billion dollars into it's- two fucking players who clearly have shown you can't win shit together. They can get there, but they're still not good enough they need to get over piece. the hump. They need the third piece. And they get rid of Smart, fine, whatever, I don't care. What's his face there? Smart um, was like
1: a, it was like one of those things you're like, all right, like right, I'm not – Overly upset that I lost him. I'm not mad. I would have liked to have kept him, but I'm not mad that we lost him. I know
0: his defense is good, but it's an embarrassment when you flop as bad as he does. He is so bad at flopping, it pisses me off. So, in my own little tiny Paul opinion over here, humbly as I am, but means absolutely nothing to the Celtics or any of their fans, I'm glad Marcus Smart's gone because he was starting to piss me the fuck off. I just don't,
1: but again, I just don't get it. Like, unless you're planning on moving Jason Tatum here. Again, a half a billion tied up in two guys. Joey Fats Radio, row one seat one.
0: Yo, what's happening? D Yo, right. ah, just the guy we were trying to talk to.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was I was uh, I was actually just driving home but I was listening, uh, You guys are on the Jalen Brown contract.
0: Yeah, I yeah. was I was basically saying if if the Celtics get rid of Tatum because they signed Jalen Brown and they're gonna build around Jalen Brown, what is like the top five list of guys that you think that would be able, like the Celtics would be able to go after to basically complement Jalen Brown and replace Tatum? Uh it's tough
1: to say. I mean, that's I a mean, that's a that's a stretch because we're not we're just we're just assuming. That's that's another no, that, that, well, that no. a hypothetical that's but I'm that's just a, but That's saying, a that's a like, very long I shot hypothetical. That's not even failed. something that We're not even floating I that out there say as They a, failed
2: last year when they didn't complete the the Kevin Durant trade. They had enough to get Kevin Durant. Guys like Marcus Smart and They Durant should they, in, they they should have they s- should have signed you him, him had when had he was a free agent 3 years ago, 4 years ago. And you could have Kevin fucking Durant.
1: If you paired up you put Tatum, Brown and Durant on the same team that team mows through the East.
2: No, um, Brown would be gone in that instance.
1: Okay, so if you put Tatum and if they, Durant if they then, traded for Durant, yeah. Jalen Brown would have been no, in the deal they're, for they're, Durant. They're kind of two born losers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You know, there's just something about certain guys that can't get it done. And Kevin Durant's one of them. I know he won two rings with the Warriors, but he went to a 73 win team it's not like you went to uh you know it's not like you went to cleveland and was like all right i'm going to pull you up out of the depths and you know like lebron did but i don't know i am just saying the the whole replacing J- jason tatum thing is a, is a very deep hypothetical because again we're not we're just floating it out there as to why, yeah. like, why did the Celtics decide to give Jalen Brown yeah. $304 million and right. make him the highest paid player in NBA My history?
2: is they based it off of, you know, or essentially average. just a consistent guy that can give you 20 plus points average per season, you know, healthy, not really too much injury history.
0: Right, just um, on his face, right? The the nose or whatever he yeah, had that was it. Yeah, and then just you know, really I know Joe of-
2: was mentioning about the CBA. I, I, I think teams are going to be able to spend a little bit more. You know, in the upcoming seasons, I, I, I was seeing reports that the kid on OKC, uh, Glizzy, uh, Gl- uh, Gl- uh, Glizzy Alexander, they're saying he could get like four hundred million.
0: Jesus, really? Because of this new CBA yep. that's coming out?
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: That's crazy because we were talking today, and, and and Fats, correct me if I'm wrong, because this was this was like you're saying about yep. how the CBA is basically going to be a crippling factor for teams that are homegrown. Versus,
1: yeah. So I didn't get to finish reading the article, but there was an article on ESPN uh, that basically said that the the new CBA is g- basically it's it's gonna handcuff uh, teams. The you know how the Golden State Warriors were pushing for that rule, uh, the owner wanted that them to be exempt from the luxury tax because they were re-signing their own guys that they drafted and groomed and and brought up. You remember that whole thing? He wanted that 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 to be put into place, right? Apparently, the new CBA is going to do the exact opposite, um, and it's really going to hurt teams. In and, and I again, I didn't get to read the whole thing. I I kind of spaced it out, and I didn't get a chance today to read it before we got on the air. Um, but allegedly, I, I'm just I'm just curious as to what is going to happen with this new CBA and what I'm missing here because again, Jalen Brown getting three hundred four million. Over five years is an absolute mystery to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, mean, I, I
2: know he's the, a good has, player. Like I said, it has to be the new CBA coming, where teams will be able to, you know, have have more money. Maybe, and
1: that's what I was saying today. Players. I was like, maybe, maybe there's something in there where the Celtics they they figured it out. They read it. They know what's coming, and they're like, okay, if we do this now, we'll be grandfathered in, and it'll give us more wiggle room down the line, and we'll be able to actually maneuver this better if we do it now. You know, it, it's kind of like what the Chiefs did with Mahomes, right? When, the, you know, looking at what, you know, not to get ahead and uh, get out over our skis here, but we'll get into the NFL in a minute. But, you know, Herbert signs that deal, making him the highest paid player in NFL history today. Uh, with the five years, two hundred and whatever 262 million. million yeah. uh, put him at like, you know, 58 or 55. 71. 70, no, 61 a year. 61 million a year. 61 million a year, making him the highest paid Quarterback and now Mahomes gets dropped like the ninth highest paid player, what, like
0: forty one or forty two or something. Yeah, which
1: so you're looking at it now and you're like, damn, the Chiefs got a bargain. And I said that on this show when they signed him. I'm like, the Chiefs are smart for doing this. It's a ten year deal. They're already saying they're going to rework his contract to make him the highest. Of paid. course, because, but, because
0: he deserves it. Because he deserves it. Right. But yeah.
1: again, unless there is something in this new CBA for the NBA that I'm missing. I cannot figure out why you would give a number to a 304 million dollar Supermax extension.
2: I think Tatum's going to get a similar deal and they'll they'll keep those two together, I think.
1: Okay, great, but like enjoy being third the in the East and years. and I being mean, like, like you know what I mean? Will
2: get his deal next year and and that'll be that. They'll but unless and, and get some rings with those two as
1: their core. I but mean Durant, correct me if I'm wrong, right? That's not gonna leave them a lot of wiggle room to go out and get additions and bring guys in. So they're gonna rely heavily on the draft, they're gonna rely heavily on, you know, uh role players and casts off and, right. and, and things and like that. Brown and and, and essentially if Jalen Brown's getting sixty, Tatum should get more, correct? I would assume so. I mean the Celtics would, said said assume. as much. They said he you, was their number one. I mean, uh, unless you're gonna pay your number two more than your number one, then yeah. that doesn't really sound I mean, like I your number one. Talk about
2: the Bronny James thing real quick. I know
1: you guys were talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, we
0: earlier. just crossed over. But now. let me let
1: me hold on. Let me just let me just ask you this because the 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 whole Tatum thing getting paid. If yep. if Tatum doesn't elevate to the level of Kobe, LeBron, Duncan. Uh,
0: all-in-one.
1: Not even all-in-one, <laughs> but like a uh, Giannis or
0: a true Kawhi. Kevin Durant. A Kawhi. A, a Kevin, I
1: mean, Durant. Kevin Durant. Durant was known as the second-best player for a very long time. Yeah, if, if, if Jason Tatum doesn't elevate his bit, game sure, to that level of elite player, which, again, he is not right now, no matter what the green teamers no, tell you, soft. he is not elite right now. He is not an elite player. He has elite talent. But right now he's Carmelo Anthony. He's got good numbers. He's Carmelo Anthony, and we need we need him to be LeBron. If you're a Boston fan, okay, and he's he's not there.
0: We need him to be Kobe. We need him to be mentally tough. Right, he needs, we to, need be, him to, he needs not to be. He needs to shy away the... when the spotlight is like fucking burning down on him, and it's like, bro, right. this is yeah. your team. You don't put really, it on your back. I don't want you disappear.
1: I, I don't want to beleaguer the point here, but I, we, right. you need him to be the man.
0: Right. We and need and right yeah. now,
1: and he's not the man right now.
0: No, not really. And
1: no. if he doesn't become the man, what are we going to And you pay him three hundred and fifty million or whatever it is. We're going to be
0: over. We're almost going to be a billion dollars in debt to two players. Yeah. And, and, all right, so, what, and what are, you, what are you? What are you winning?
2: Favor, I believe you guys are all correct on your points. I, I just, the only thing I'll put in Tatum's favor is that you know it did take LeBron some years to you know no, get no, but but, but even, but even Durant, Jordan as
1: well. But we right. knew, we knew Durant. We knew from day one. LeBron, Jordan, Kobe, AI—like we knew, like okay, those dudes right. are dogs. It
2: took, it took them a lot of years. It took them seven, eight, nine years to get their first title.
1: We, but we, we, we know that. We, but and, and it's easy. We're looking back at, it, but we knew we we first guessed that. We knew LeBron and Kobe and Jordan were going to be great. Like we knew right off the rip how good they really were, and that they were the dude, and it was just going to take the right circumstances. Jason Tatum is not in that conversation. We're not looking. We didn't look. We're not looking at Jason Tatum his rookie year the same way we looked at LeBron, Kobe, or Jordan. I don't think I've ever. We're looking at a guy where where we're like, okay, yeah, he's got potential. Yeah, he could be good someday. I don't, I've ever looked at Tatum on the on the same level. But as he is LeBron where where no Kobe one or. and if anyone if anyone is looking at Jason Tatum the same way over the first 5 years of his career the way they looked at Jordan, Kobe or LeBron, get the fuck out of here. Like I'm not even having a conversation with no, you. you can't, you're not man. a serious you you're no. not a serious person. You're not a serious basketball fan. I don't want to hear it. Get out.
0: He sucks.
2: I agree.
1: So but, uh, just, to, just to just to put Browning it that thing, way. Bro, but yes – I mean
2: this could really, you know, make a big dent if, you know, you know, maybe they hold him out for the whole year. Maybe he doesn't even play college this year. It might. I honestly, I Isn't hope. Isn't
0: his plan to run two years and go, right? I well, think one that's the If he that's doesn't the play record.
1: this year he has, so to, so, has is... to
0: play a full year You got to play a full
1: year, yeah. a year. Right.
0: Oh, one full
1: year. You got to play one full year. And I yeah, honestly, I hope.
2: Just says, nah, you got to take the year off.
1: I hope that's like... not the case. I really hope he gets a chance to play. I mean. Listen, regardless of uh, of vaccination status, his political beliefs, his dad's beliefs—I don't really care about any of that. The bottom line is, it's an eighteen-year-old kid, okay? Yeah. I, I, I know he's born with—he was born on, you know, uh, he, he was born on third base, probably thinking he hit a triple, and that's okay. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he's very down to earth. Maybe he's a very realist. You know, I'm maybe gonna give him the
0: benefit of the I'm doubt. Gonna, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say Fuck I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna dude. give him the benefit, yeah, dude. I've never heard the kid I, even speak. Listen, of, I don't even know what his voice sounds like. I
1: like I like LeBron. I've always liked LeBron. LeBron made me, you know, he put me at odds with him when he came out and basically said, you know, you know when he was like a cab, you know, and, uh, and, and had all that shit going on. I was like, all right, cool, man. Like, you know, I kind of wear a blue uniform to work every day, and um, that doesn't really sit well with me. So I'm going to root for you on right. the court, but off the court you can kind of go fuck yourself. Outside of that, though, I'm going to give his kid the benefit of the doubt. I really, honestly, truly hope to God this kid makes a hundred percent full recovery, Facts. and he is back in a minute. I want to see him
0: play with his dad, bro.
1: I just want to see him play and have an opportunity. Yeah, and because that too. Honestly, he, he's 18, dude. The kid is. kid's done I mean, nothing the potential's wrong. Potential is really
2: high on him too. I mean, they moved him up to a five-star recruit. He's, uh, you know, he's got good potential.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, but... and at the end of the day, dude. Again, I'm not rooting against an 18. Maybe he kid. was
0: working out too hard and he wasn't hydrated enough, pushing himself, mm. something. Let's hope. I hope this mm. isn't like. I hope this isn't like a real like, like, derailer. I blame like, the like, like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it could be. It anything. could be, man.
1: It could be. I mean, listen, man. Occam's razor. You know, the uh, which is for those that don't know, that is basically uh, if you look up Occam's Razor, go look it up. Yep. It's basically the uh, the underlying principle of keep it simple, stupid. When there is a bunch of theories that exist about why something happened, yep. you have all these complex, super fucking, you yep. know,
0: it's usually you know, the simplest
1: it's one. almost always the simplest one. And 18 uh, year old kid having a cardiac event who's vaccinated. Recently, against a, a, a COVID,
0: in which you've seen a massive spike in college, and yeah, high school it doesn't athletes. really, it, it doesn't really
1: take a big stretch to get there at this point. And I know the COVID defenders, the, the vaccine defenders, will sit there and be like, "Am I Yeah, you're fucking anti-vax." And I'm like, "No, we've already been over this. I'm not anti-vax. I don't care. I, I I fully support medicine and science. Okay, you know, it's but those are the same people that were like." Joe Rogan is spreading misinformation. It's like actually Joe Rogan's not. He had Robert Malone on, who's you know works on mRNA vaccines. Who's one of the world leading doctors in vaccinations, and he's the one that's actually saying the information. Joe Rogan's just asking the questions, Questions. doing the interview, right? Right. right. And they're like. Fuck Joe Rogan. They're like, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, you know, that's when they co- started calling A. Rod Throw Rogan and everything else. And it was like, oh man, uh, tr- tell me again how the left can meme <laughs> Throw Rogan. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, anyway, I hope Bronny makes a complete, hundred percent comeback. I want to see this kid play and have a decent career, or at least have a chance at a career. And I don't want to see it derailed by some bullshit, especially if it was derived and caused. Directly by something that he was forced to get or got because he thought it was the right thing to do because of bad information. Right. Because yeah. that would be and then devastating.
2: And he has the masks on top of it. I mean, these poor kids were playing basketball. Bronny himself was playing with the mask under his chin. Like, they were making him wear masks whenever they weren't playing. It
1: was just it's so stupid dude yeah, you can't
2: dude. suck in good air you can't
1: get back the oxygen i know and all close. the all the studies and all the shit that's coming out now it's like oh, yeah masks actually they didn't do anything well, because and it was they a were a money bad for grab you. It was
0: a money grab so they have no they didn't Fuck need off. any evidence that to little back fucking it up,
1: lawn gnome so- that little lawn gnome fucking dr fauci was out there saying masks won't do anything for you uh if you're young and healthy go on a cruise go on vacation it's right. fine uh, it's fine, and then three weeks later, he was like, "If you don't wear a mask, you will fucking die." Yeah, and I mean, You're I still, dead. I still You're see, pe- I still see people wearing masks out in public now, and I'm just like, "God, you are fucking dumb," uh, but I can't blame them. I mean, I, I can, but I if can't. That's
0: what you want to do? Go ahead and do it. You're still a fucking moron for it. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, cool. You just look like an asshole. Right. Whatever.
0: I mean, if you have like actual problems. Like, medically, like, I feel like masks. Like, masks right, are like
1: that's... the human, the human version of truck nuts. Oh my god! Like, if you have truck nuts, you're an asshole. If you like, that's like if like like a guy like if you were gonna have nuts on your truck on your trailer hitch, you probably wear a mask in the grocery store. Yeah, probably. But anyway, anyhow, uh, anyway, where were we? Oh yeah, Brawny James. Anyway, uh, yes, I hope you. I hope he's fine, dude. I really that that would be heartbreaking to see that kid's career killed uh especially if it was by yeah, something I hope
2: they don't hold him out the year you know i mean maybe you know maybe the first so many games or something and uh, reevaluate or something but i think you know especially at being lebron's kid they might be kind of strict with that
1: they might i mean who knows dude honestly i don't really know uh what how they're going to treat him you know if he's going to get preferential treatment they're going to be like all right now nah, just green light this kid he's fine because they uh, shut down
2: hamlin for the year right last year when that happened
1: Right, but that was the very end of the year though you mean that was December, yeah, January, the, yeah, whatever yeah, it was journey. so and and yeah. Hamlin's back at training camp, yeah, you know what I mean, so he's fine and it'll be up to the doctor's discretion, which again, I mean, who knows, you know whatever happens, but the kid's eighteen years old, there's really there should be no risk of him having a heart attack at eighteen years old, I mean, just straight up, like especially for a guy whose dad invest millions of dollars a year right. into physical fitness and, and right. making sure that him and his, his kids' bodies person, are in top-notch condition. Right.
0: I know of one person yeah. in my life that years and years before, like back obviously 18, fucking years ago when we were fucking 18, that I knew of one person who had a heart attack at 18 years old. And it was for no really like reason that I could really tell you. It was just like a freak thing. 18-year-old girl had a heart attack. She was 18 years old. You know what I mean? Like, that's the one time. How many fucking people? Like, how many years has it been? How many? Like, one person. Right. Now, all of a sudden, it's, after it all seems this like shit, every week there's like, it oh, it seems like up. Oh, and I mean,
1: maybe, especially if you go over to Europe and you look at all the Europe, the oh soccer players God, that yeah, are dropping dude, like flies. And that's and what shit I mean. Like it's that, not like, just
0: football. It's it's all types of athletes, lacrosse players, fucking. What is um? Was it a girl field of a, a, a field hockey, women's field hockey, like high school student or something, or, or college student a little while ago? Yeah, it doesn't matter what the fuck you play. It's all these young athletic people that are just suddenly fucking having major medical problems.
1: I I don't know. It's just it it just seems a little too convenient. And and Cohen, you know, I'm just wondering,
0: like, what you
2: know, like, what what does it mean for sports if it keeps happening to more and more athletes? You know, nothing.
1: They'll it's just like the concussion thing. They'll sweep it it under the rug. They'll make it go away. I don't think they'll do anything for sports There's too much. There's too much money in sports, dude. No one gives a shit. They'll. They'll keep forcing shots on them. They'll be like, oh, we got a new fix for this. Like, okay, cool. They'll
0: oh, be like, hey, you're killing too many athletes. Give them the, fucking, give them the actual vaccine. And they'll yeah. be like, oh, a new thing. Get this. And everybody will be fine. And they'll be like, all right, sorry.
1: Right. You, know, and, when you
0: and nothing the will the happen. Think about
2: some football right now. Uh, I know, um, you know we had the issue with the running backs not getting paid. I actually think I did see something about Barkley signing Saquon a one-year on, deal. Yeah, one-year, like
1: 11, $11 million.
0: Yeah, Saquon got an eleven million dollar deal. Yep, he just signed that today, I think.
1: Yeah, it was today. Which again, I don't. I had this conversation earlier with a friend of ours at the at at the, at, at Faze, and we were talking about running backs. And you know, the thing is with the running back, and and Saqu- you know, I know like Derrick Henry came out and said like, "Oh, just get rid of the position." Then this and that, blah blah. It's like, well, yeah, they kind of are. I mean, we we know we know that the running back position is. Has become a dime a dozen, right? Like you don't need to invest a first round pick into a Derrick Henry or an Ezekiel Elliott or right. you know any of these guys anymore. Like you can get guys off the scrap heap, basically that can right, run and, on and function side, in, run, in I mean, an offense. I mean, the
2: running backs' average salary is is lower than kickers. I mean, I know that's so insane. you know on It's the a, because side,
1: it's, unfortunately, it's it's, it's, it's a dead not position. Really. It's a dead position. There's, you know, look at the last, uh, go back and look, at, when was the last time? Right, but we're smart enough to understand
2: that the running back position is more important than the kicker.
1: I uh, would disagree. I think kickers are far more important than running backs. I would pay a kicker over are... a running back all day. How many times do you have a, how many, how many, do you... how many times do we, does a game come down to a field goal? A lot, a lot. I mean, this is the NFL. We're talking three points is, is, is massive. Three points can make or break your season not a game a season. All right. So, yeah, no. I, I think kickers are almost at this point kickers are paramount. Right. Having a good kicker, having I'm
0: willing to rely on that 80% uh, chance he's going to get a kick rather than that 10% chance he's, this running back's going to rush for 100 yeah, yards or three touchdowns or or 150 yards, you know what I mean?
1: I I I'm I'm sorry. I mean, it sucks to say, but like the days of the Adrian Petersons, the Ladanian Tomlinsons, the Emmett Smiths, the Terrell Joe Davises, Dyes, Edger and James. Edger and James. I mean, even Joe Die was like a, a, a secondary feature. Those days yeah. are gone. Like we're not, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah, it just sounds crazy to me, though. I mean, you, I mean, you would take Justin Tucker over like Saquon Barkley, absolutely, in a heartbeat, in a fucking heartbeat. You know why? Because I can go out and
0: get, I can go, I a can Saquon that'll. I, I can yeah. go. I can
1: go draft Javante Williams or, or, or grab Josh Jacobs or any of these other guys for a fraction of the price of a Saquon Barkley, and and get and still have Justin Tucker, the greatest kicker of all time.
0: Right, and you probably get just as much production as long as. I mean, kickers know.
1: are routinely the highest scoring players yeah, I in the it. NFL. I get it? So just going
0: the other way with it, I mean, when's the last
2: time a Super Bowl winner had like one of those stud running backs? I
0: exactly. Mean, all the and Super Bowl winners. Lewis. If you go back maybe? No. Not
1: a top tier, you know? I mean, the last like time I remember, the last time an NFL, like a leading NFL rusher went to the Super Bowl, I think it was Sean Alexander in 2005 yeah. against the Steelers.
0: Yeah, Sean,
1: yeah. Because 06 was Colts Bears. I mean, they had Thomas Jones. 07 was Patriots Giants. The Giants had that split thing with Jacob and, and Ahmad Bradshaw. And, and Ahmad, Brad, and, uh, Ahmad Bradshaw. No, it wasn't a Maude Bradshaw. Brandon Jacobs and a. Ma- no, Mod Bradshaw was 2011. It was somebody else in in seven. But anyway, it'll come to me. Uh, it was a Thunder and Lightning thing, though. It was Uh-oh. like a, a, a little thing like that. But it was right after Tiki left. But I don't think it was a Bradshaw. I was Bradshaw. about to say Tiki. i like, oh, uh, eight was you had the Steelers again, but they had what was that? Willie Parker that year? No. It wasn't even Willie Parker. I don't even remember who the Steelers running back And
2: then were. what was it, the Cardinals?
1: They had, what, Adrian James? 08 oh, was the Cardinals with Edrian James, but yep. he was a Shadows former the, self. So, yeah, yeah. 09, you had the Colts with Joe Adai and the Saints with Reggie Bush, but neither one of them were features. Like I mean, they were parts of the offense, but they weren't featured. No, no, no they weren't. There. 2010, you had the Packers with, I don't even Steelers. think it was a Fat Eddie Lacy. Maybe. At that point, yeah. maybe, but he wasn't even like a fucking a, a big deal. Eleven was Giants and and Patriots again. Twelve was the the Ravens with uh you know Ray um, uh what's his Gemma name? Lewis? No, no, no. no 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 hey diddle diddle uh, oh, yeah. Ray up the middle. The guy who knocked his wife out in the elevator. Oh Ray, 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 Rice. Ray, Ray, Ray Rice. Rice. Ray Rice. Sorry Ray. Lips. You know what yeah, I mean? Ray like Rice. again, yeah. <laughs> not <laughs> I mean, not like him. you know not like an NFL leading rusher or anything. You know what, you know what I mean he's not Ladanian Tomlinson. a good
0: fantasy back. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, it was fun, but he wasn't he wasn't fucking LT or right, Adrian Peterson. Right. Uh, 2012 yeah, no, was, was the year
2: winners, they didn't have a top 10 running back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you think about it, the best running back in the league in 2012 was Adrian Peterson and he came up fucking 9 yards short of breaking the all-time rushing Jared record Dickerson and he bro. got fucking wasted in the first round of the playoffs. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: So you I mean, don't really but, but do he Absolutely
2: carried that team to the playoffs.
1: Oh, 100%, but that was it. He got into the wild card round and that's all they could do. Yeah. I mean, those days are those days of of, yeah. you know, 3 yard yards and... And I mean, listen, you could go back through the history of it and you could really look at like, okay, like when did this start to die? And you could look because, all right, Mike Shanahan might have killed this. You know, when he started his system, you know, yeah, okay, they started off with Terrell Davis, and Terrell Davis gets hurt. And then, you know, Mike Anderson comes in, then Olandis Gary, and then Clinton Portis, and then it's, you know, Reuben Drones and Howard Griffith, and then, oh, Mike Anderson's back. And then, oh, here's Tatum Bell. You know what I mean? Like, all these different guys that came through, and it's like, okay, it's the system, and not the back. And they were bad. all productive. And they were all extremely productive. Right. You know, some were better than others. I mean, I think you would go, right. like, T.D., Portis Anderson one two three in that order. Yeah, but my point is, is that it. it Bell was decent. It when he started on, to like, illustrate the fact stumbles. that you were like, yeah. okay, hold on, maybe it's not the running back that makes. It, maybe it's the system. system right. And then yeah, all and of a sudden, it really other- just comes down to the construction
2: of the roster. I mean, if you have too much in the running back position, then you know. The history shows that you know you're just not going to have it in other positions. Your right tackle is going to be lacking, or you know your third corner is going to be junk, or you ain't going to have a good you know defensive tackle or whatever. You know it's it's right. just going to be taken away from other positions that you could fill.
0: Right. I think the way that the games I mean, kind of like evolved in a sense is like with the yeah, way I mean, that the quarterbacks of three
2: man com- roster at the end of the day. So. Right.
0: Right. I mean, like given like, like the
2: basketball ad- where it's fifteen or. You know, some of these other sports.
0: Yeah, no, no. I, I agree, man. I mean, it's just like like you said, like it's just the the progression of the game in the way it's gone with the way the NFL how you have to win these days is I mean, it's all about rec- it. It's receivers it's quarterbacks. You need the tight end you got to have athleticism on on spots where you never really thought you needed, like, speed and athleticism. And I think with, like, Vaughn Miller, who came in and kind of, like, changed the game a little bit in his position, certain guys, you know, I mean, like, the whole, like, yeah. Broncos defense roster that, like, changed to the no-fly zone. Um, you got, like, Russ Wilson and guys who were, like, one of the first to, like, really be successful at that mobile quarterback kind of, like, you know, dipping out of the pocket and being able to make plays happen. I mean, other from, like, Mike Vick and stuff, but obviously, Russell was, like, one to, like, actually fucking capitalize and win a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? And, like, now you have Patrick Mahomes and, like, Travis Kelsey, like, kicking ass. Like, who would have thought that, like, 10 years ago or even 15 years ago or whatever, that, like, the top fucking player to catch balls would be out of receiver or anything would be a fucking tight end. Right. You know what I mean? And like I think that 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 goes to show like the way that the game has kind of evolved to yeah. certain positions that ha- need to ha- have high skill is the best in the game
2: right now. Who Clear is? What do you My say? Homes.
0: Oh, Mahomes, yeah, dude. Yeah. The guy's a freak. Yeah, it just dad. shows
2: that Mahomes is the best in the business right he's now. He's smart just, as it's shit. He truck. can,
0: he's mobile, and he can make. He, he reads. Uh, sorry, dude. Yeah, I just man, fuck. I him. know, I know, but I'm watching him it's more tough. and more, and I'm, reading, read, and I'm reading. I'm like, fuck, blows, bro. He's tough. fucking he's nice, bro. I know.
1: But no, I mean, to to, to basically what you guys are the saying, big
0: moments and shit.
1: Yeah, of course. But like to what Paul was saying a little bit, like you know, there's. The game has changed a lot. We've gone away from power running. Yeah, and if you want to look, yeah, I mean, I, I, think, all rules I think the I think the pendulum, and- the pendulum swinging back because, you know, if you're, if I'm, a, 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 look at what the the Patriots did. and They did this a couple years ago, and Belichick is a genius. And I don't care what anybody says. You know, uh, Belichick is the greatest head, the the greatest coach of all time in any sport, and it's not even fucking close. If when, uh, what was it? The year I think they beat the Rams when they played the Chargers in the wild card round yep. or, the, or the first round of the playoffs. It was the first, it was the divisional round. And they ran the ball like 48 times and ran for like 250 something yards on the Chargers. Yeah. And the Chargers couldn't stop the run. Everybody was like, what the fuck? Like, where did this come from? Because Bill Belichick realized that the weakness of the Chargers defense was the run. They couldn't stop the run. They could, yeah. They were great against the pass. They had Joey Bosa. They could rush the pass, passer. They could get out the quarterback. Right. Do all these great yeah, things. About
2: that Buffalo game last year with with uh, it was it last year or the year before? Uh, there was,
1: uh, oh, was they really threw, high winds? Yeah, they only Matt threw Jones the ball only like,
2: threw it three times. Three times. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We were in Miami We were in Miami, for Miami for that. Yeah, we're watching, watching it like, what that
1: the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, we were in Miami. We were watching that at uh, the Cleveland. We were at
0: the Fontainebleau.
1: Yeah. Oh, we were at the oh, Cleveland. Well, watching yeah. the game, but we were staying at the Fontainebleau. But yeah. Uh, no, we were in Miami watching that, but yeah, like, but that's the thing is like, the pendulum is starting to swing back. I think you're going to see power running games start to come back in the NFL because if you want to know what the NFL is going to do, just look at what college was doing ten years ago, and that's what the NFL is doing now because those players are starting to evolve. Those those players that that style is now taking place. They've graduated to the NFL, and they're the the NFL coaches instead of now you know, trying to find guys to fit into their system. They fit their system to the guys they have on their roster. And they say, okay, well, we can reorganize this. We can, yeah, we can definitely reorganize this offense. We can build the new offense. I mean, it started, in, you know, in the early 2000s with Peyton Manning and the spread, the spread hurry-up offense when their base offense was a three-wide receiver, one tight end, single back set. You know, when you had edge in the backfield, you had Pollard as the tight end, and then you had Stokely, Hi- uh, Harrison, and Wayne, okay? And then Peyton would run that hurry-up offense all the time, and boom, 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 boom. And that changed the game. That evolutionized the game. Then other teams started doing it and mimicking it, and they were like, oh, this works, okay. Then you had 2007 when Belichick and McDaniels went down and met with Urban Meyer, and they built that version of the spread offense. And then... Then Belichick did it again in eleven or ten when they got Gronk and Hernandez with the double tight ends. And and so on and so forth. And the game continues right. to evolve. But like you don't see the two hundred and sixty five pound Jeremiah Trotter style middle linebacker who's just a run thumper, you know, that playing anymore. There's no more Levon Kirklands, there's no more Al Wilson's. You know, even a Ray Lewis right now, I don't even think Ray Lewis would have a job in the NFL right now. I mean he yeah. would because I think he's, he's, he's too can't smart.
2: Say but- that- it's fair to say that Belichick has has uh, the defense down. Oh, a thousand
1: percent. Belichick's a defensive genius. I mean, the guy's an absolute genius. I mean, I know he's done genius.
2: a lot of shit since Brady's left, but think about it. You know, he took a rookie quarterback yep. with Mac Jones, 10 wins to the playoffs the first year. Yep. And prior to that, I think he won still seven or eight games with Cam Newton throwing dirt balls.
1: Bum-ass Cam Newton. Bam, Cam Newton couldn't even beat Drew Locke for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's crazy. But... Yeah, it just. But I think last year, which was you know obviously an abomination on the offense. I think you'll start to see the pendulum come back towards like I think power running games will come back as these offensive lines because you look at like Bama, Georgia, Clemson, where the, every offensive lineman is like three twenty plus, yeah. and they're just road and graders. they run like
0: a five one and they're fucking four, crazy nine, athletic 40, like
1: <laughs> and they're just they're just out there bulldozing dudes and now I think you're gonna start to see more running like a more of a a, a focused running attack come back to the NFL over the next couple of years because. You have these big bodies on the offensive line right. that can road grade, and all these defenses right now—they're built to stop the pass.
0: Right, they've been they're swinging small. the other they're, way. They're, they're
1: running, you know, they're running nickel and dime you packages throw the as their base. Power run
0: back at them—they can't change that shit up in one off season, no. especially when they don't know what's coming.
1: And yeah, so I think you know you're going to see some power running. Is the problem is for running backs, and this goes back to let's—we're coming right back full three sixty back to the original point here. The problem with the running backs is they're the ones that are expendable in this in this whole thing. They're the ones that like okay, we don't we don't actually don't need to pay you a bunch of money to get the production out of you that we can get because we don't want to pay you ten million a year when we're gonna have to pay another guy five million a year to back you. Know, that's fifteen million a year wrapped up in running backs when we could go get two guys for five million that can do exactly what you guys do. Yeah, but imagine if like the Bills got Josh Jacobs. Honestly, I don't think it moves the meter that much. I mean, is he, I is mean, Josh Jacobs? Bills, all the, Josh Jacobs sure. to the
0: Bills I mean, right now is fucking important. That's, that's, that
1: is Josh what the
0: Bills are missing.
1: Is Jacobs an upgrade to what they have? Yes. But is Josh Jacobs going to be the difference between the Super Bowl and not? I don't think so. Well,
0: it doesn't matter because Naheem Hines is out for the season now. So if they want to replace well, yeah. somebody okay. that can in actually. This,
1: in that case, yes, Josh you know Jacobs to the saying? Bills so would make so a shit this. So that sense. makes
0: a lot of sense right yes, now right, is, right, is what I'm saying. At this
1: very moment in time. Because
0: of that information.
1: as Kamala Harris would say, we need to identify our our place in time oh, to yeah. recognize where we have come from so that we can also acknowledge where we are going. Right, because right, that makes in time. Of fucking sense. Um, but no, we I think yeah, Jacobs to the Bills would make a shit ton of sense. That'd be a fucking awesome sign now that Naheem Hines is out. Uh but
0: without Naheem Hines being out, that But as makes far as no like sense, like, like,
1: like, yeah. like like what if uh like let's say like Josh Jacobs to the Cardinals. Does that move the needle for anybody? On Josh the Josh Jacobs
0: really anyway. doesn't. I don't know if. It moves. No, Josh Jacobs is great. Division. I know, but Josh like, Jacobs where, is phenomenal. What, but, but what I'm I'm just trying with to think Rams, of, like in my Seahawks, head, like where would he make the most impact? The
1: Niners. Impact? I mean, the thing is, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. They wouldn't need him. Do in they the really
0: need him in San Fran, though. With Debo, they can do everything with that. I mean,
1: what about guy, what about you know Jacksonville? What I mean? like, throw Josh Jacobs nah, in Jacksonville. They, they have Travis Etienne. I know, but he's, he's but big yeah, big again, but Etienne, I believe is. I think Etienne. I don't think he's a three. What about
0: Dallas right now?
1: Yeah, but trying to tag. Oh, that's right. Pollard's
0: yeah, you yeah, yeah, have right. Pollard. Yeah, he's tag for Pollard, again, yeah. is a guy
1: that filled in for Zeke.
0: And beat him for And beat him, and, for, his and, job. And beat him for his job. <laughs> right, right. I forgot about Pollard. I thought Zeke was just out. I forgot I mean, Pollard and replaced him. It's, I don't know. It's just... boneheaded to move on my pop.
1: Josh Jacobs, again, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like running backs are becoming luxury items more and more and more every year in the NFL because, listen, Chris, if, if, if running backs dictated how good teams were... The Tennessee Titans and the San Francisco 49ers would be fucking unbeatable. Right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Christian McCaffrey got moved.
0: And here's the thing is, like, even just look at, like, what, two years ago? Yeah. What Jonathan Taylor did for the Colts. Yeah, right. And, like, look what Jonathan Taylor did for the Colts that year. You know, two, what was it, three years ago now? Starting three years ago. Look what he did for the Colts, and they still couldn't fucking do shit. You know what I mean? They still couldn't even beat the Jags and, and and the Raiders to get into the playoffs. They were still on the cusp. Right. All that great shit that Jonathan Taylor did, 21 touchdowns, fucking thousand whatever fucking yards or whatever the fuck he rushed. Yeah. I don't know, with however many attempts and all this shit, and it still didn't even get him into the fucking postseason. So please explain to me why teams are going to go and pay fucking Millions of dollars for a team, I no, mean, I for agree. a post or a player rules, that they could go without. I think the without.
2: rules have changed, and, uh, you know, it's kind of hurting hurt the running back position. This you is know, what you've in, seen. Pa- it's a passing league, obviously. This is and, the product uh, of a pass-happy pass like, league. Like the old days, like when you had the Ladanian Tomlinson, you know, taking you deep into the playoffs. You know, was, like Joe mentioned, the Sean
1: Alexanders.
0: Right. Yeah, the fu- yeah, I mean, yeah. Go back to the, the fucking Terrell Davis's, is, you know, like, you know. I'm just
1: trying to think, like, back to, like, the last. Like, great running back to get to a Super Bowl.
0: Mike Allstott.
1: No, it might know. have been
2: Alexander, like you mentioned. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, didn't the Pats have Corey Dillon one of those years? They Corey won? Dillon was 0-4, well, yeah. but that, that, that was the early year. Yeah, that, that was, was 4 early.
1: yeah. Um,
2: was pretty, that was a pretty good pickup from the Bengals at the time.
1: Because, I mean, like, Todd Gurley was great for one year, but... They Todd, didn't win the Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl, yeah. I don't know. It's I'd have to go back and look, but... Uh, Sonny Michelle. No, Sony. Yeah, no, Sony. Shells. Fuck no, fucking CJ Anderson, my boy. I mean, I love him, but no, no. Uh, That's a hard one to put. Yeah,
0: I bet it's like a Mod Bradshaw. Like as far as like numbers wise, like best running back that year to win the Super Bowl has got to be the The Giants. 2011 Giants. Yeah, or I mean,
1: Ray Rice probably. With the Steelers, uh, the Ravens, with the in 12. Ravens, and
0: when they beat the Niners, yeah, because
1: Ray Rice had a couple of like I think he had a fourteen hundred yard season at one point. Was it? Yeah, he
0: was up. But there. that year that they won the Super not Bowl, not that
1: particular year, no. Right. But I think he was. But you know, everybody remembers Ray Rice being fucking pretty electric for a while. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, good conversation, Durant. Appreciate the call, bud. Yeah, no doubt. All right, bud. We'll, yeah, uh, we'll be on in a little bit. We'll we'll be on. We'll be on, uh, we'll be on some. We'll down. be on some duty to sit him down in a few.
2: All right, sounds good, boys. All, All right, right bud. Thanks for
1: the call, brother. All right,
2: later. Seven seven four nine nine
1: two eight seven zero two 774-992-8702 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, we talked about nips to start the show for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we've got into Jalen Brown. We've got into Bronny James. We've got into running backs, quarterbacks, the NFL injuries. Uh, I do want to do a little bit of NASCAR before we, we uh, run out of steam here because there was a lot. That happened on Sunday at Pocono, right? And I'm not gonna lie, it was fucking awesome. I have not, I have not enjoyed a Pocono race this much in God, Jesus, I don't even remember. This was fantastic. First of all, the racing was incredible. the The rules package that they've that NASCAR has put forward and put together, right, for this. For these for a lot of these tracks. I know there you know there's the complaints and everything and everybody's like, Ah, it's not perfect, so I don't love it. Uh but what they did for Pocono was fucking awesome. Right. The racing was close, it was tight, it was driver on driver. You know, there was no like it really didn't matter, like, yeah, you could have a great car. Fuck Denny Hamlin. But yeah, <laughs> yeah Denny Hamlin's a fucking punk. Uh or at least he pulled a punk bitch move. Uh yeah, you wanna you wanna spruce me while you're down there? Yeah. All right, well, Spruce, I'll wait for the, I'll wait for you to get up here about the videos, um, but uh, yeah, hold on, let me, uh, let me, just, we'll, we'll get, yeah, you don't have to close that all the way, by the way, fucking assholes, Jesus Christ, you know, I try to teach these kids every week, like you know the little things, you think no, ain't like they come here once a week at least, my brother I'm more, but the, you know that, uh, hey, like, uh. You don't need to pull that door shut. It's fine. You just like kind of leave it. This is fucking busted because I'm lazy and I don't want to fix it because um, I put my fist through it a couple of times and now it's all fucked up. Um, not iRacing related at all, uh, but nonetheless, um, you'd think they would learn. Like, hey, like you don't have to pull that thing shut because then it just makes it harder to open, and makes more noise. than you know you're trying, you trying to be quiet. Like, but no, anyway. Uh, but anyhow, uh, NASCAR on Sunday was fucking awesome. Uh, if you didn't watch the race on Sunday, I I honestly feel bad. It was one of the better races I've seen this year, which is saying something because of my favorite races, I mean, Atlanta was great. I loved the night race in Atlanta a couple weeks ago. That was phenomenal. Daytona always, I was, I was there. It was fucking great. Uh, Talladega is fucking awesome. Charlotte was great. There was some really good racing, I thought. There was a few, you know, even like California, the last race there, Vegas. Like there was a really a couple of really good uh, races so far this year in terms of like the racing, the finishes. Kansas, I think Nashville was awesome. You know, Denny reckon uh, Kyle Larson again, which you know that that's a common theme this year, uh, and we'll get into that here. But um, you know, the betting, my betting has been almost on point, and. I've been really, really, really close on a couple of really big winners. Keselowski being one of them, you know, finishing fourth last week at New Hampshire, and I think he finished in the top five again this week uh, at Pocono with like plus thirty three thousand, plus three thousand odds on him. Uh, put A couple bucks down on him. I'm not nickelin, I'm not to where I wanted to be in terms of betting. Uh, on these races, where I wanted to be by Daytona, I won't be where I wanted to be by Daytona, which I wanted a thousand bucks in my FanDuel account uh, by Daytona, but I pissed a lot of it away on you know dumb bets. I've been betting a lot on darts, like you know six, seven leg parlays on darts. Um, one thing I've noticed about FanDuel too, and I don't know if anybody else has done this. Or, or bets with FanDuel, but they have, like, a suggested parlay thing, like, right at the top, and it's like, oh, 4,982 people have bet this particular parlay. Like, do you want to get in on it? And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll get in on that. Like, maybe that's a good hit. It's like, you know, like a six- or seven-leg parlay. It's like, all these seven guys got to get a hit tonight in the MLB, and you're like, all right. You're like, you look through the list. You're like, all oh, these dudes should at least get a hit, and you bet it and it's like you know it's always like plus 2800 plus 3200 and you're like yeah I'll throw 10 bucks on it maybe win a couple bucks no nope. I've they never even come close i think out of all those parlays i think i've only i think the, the closest i've come was like two or three out of the six or seven that were required to hit it so those are kind of fucking bullshit maybe somebody can chime in about that because i don't get it i don't know why they put these like I don't know if they're just putting these parlays up that are just, like, really long odds. And you're like, okay, you know, 5,000 people are betting on this. And you're like, all right, do these 5,000 people know something I don't? Or is that the gag? Is that, the is that like, how they get you to throw 10 bucks away or 20 bucks away? So, I don't know. Um, but all I know is that on Sunday at Pocono, you don't have to close that all the way. He did dickhead (laughs) Uh, on Sunday at Pocono I I rattled off a couple of bets I put money on everybody except Denny Hamlin and I was this close to putting money on Denny
0: but why would you well fuck him
1: yes now because no looking back now I did I I had 20 bucks or, or 15 bucks I think it was on Kyle Larson to win it because I just felt you know I'm like Larson's had a pretty quiet, you know, second, third of the season, mid-third of the season, and he hasn't really done much. And I'm like, William Byron's kind of stealing the thunder. Bowman's an afterthought. Chase Elliott's been out. Like, he's out yeah, he of it. Like, now, yeah. Kind of sucking ass this year. I'm like, Kyle Larson. It feels like Kyle Larson's day to he win. he just
0: got a bad break on that. Was it the restart On oh, the it restart with seven. Back so, like ninth.
1: with, no, with seven laps to go, Denny Hamlin shoved him in the fence. Now, if you look back to last year, Denny Hamlin. So I put money on Ross Chastain, of course, Kyle Larson, and I believe Slick, Brad. Brad, Oh yeah, Slick Willie Byron. I put money on and Keselowski. Yeah, I think I put ten bucks each. uh, I put ten bucks on three of them. I put fifteen on Kyle Larson. I was gonna put ten bucks on Denny Hamlin because I was like. He's going to he's he's going for his seventh win at Pocono, which would be the most all time. It'd be his fiftieth win or yeah, fiftieth win all time or sixtieth no, win all time, six uh, hundredth win for Toyota. Yep. Uh, it would break the tie with Jeff Gordon, you know, for most wins at Pocono with six. And I'm like, should I bet? I'm like, nah. I'm like, that's all like too convenient to work out. And I put money on Kyle Larson instead. Because I don't usually, I don't typically bet the guys like in the top three or four on odds. Because I don't, I'm not interested in fifty, you know, forty or fifty bucks. I want to hit the guy that with ten bucks that's going to win me three hundred. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to bet a Corey LaJoy, a Brad Keselowski, a Kurt Busch, somebody who's a little bit further down the odds list that's going to give me a bigger payday because I'm only betting ten bucks. Right,
0: right. It ain't bad. Right.
1: So I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm still riding positive for the year. I'm up. I'm still. Uh, I mean, I'm up probably a thousand bucks on the year. Now I gotta really stop fucking betting on like dumb shit, like baseball parlays, dart parlays. <laughs> you know, darts are killing me. Like I'll I'll throw money, like I'll throw like a hundred bucks down on like Michael Van Gerwen against some scrub and he'll lose. I'm like, dude, you're the world number one. What the fuck are you doing to me right now? Maybe not. anymore. You know, and no, we don't he still is. He's still the world number one. But it's but it's like a preliminary round thing where I was like, ah, whatever, who cares. If I lose, I lose. No big deal. My tournament's not over, but, you know, whatever. I just took it out. So anyhow, I got to stop doing that shit. And, you know, we were talking to my buddy Julio today about, you know, He's going to start putting up his picks.
0: He's got to put his plays out. He's going to yeah, start
1: bro. putting up a blog and a, and a thing and on his Twitter. Plays, so bro, and his place, I'd I'll follow him in a heartbeat. That, the, yep. the, the Black Mamba strikes again yo, and again and again him, bro. and again. I mean, that man was wearing, like, fucking $5,000 Gucci shades to a yeah. wedding that he won off betting yeah. money just He's got some fucking cause. red bottoms on. Yo, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yo, like fucking, you know, what the
0: fuck, bro?
1: <laughs> my boy is straight good with it. But anyhow, uh, so this is what happened at Pocono. Um <laughs> This was the final restart. Now, Denny Hamlin did this exact same thing in the exact same position to Ross Chastain last year yep. to win this race. And this is why I'm starting to get a little sick and fucking tired yeah, of Denny, Denny Hamlin.
2: Sucks, man. Just, and, and listen, he just kept talking to Kim. Kim did a great job. She asked great questions, Kim Kuhn. Uh, but we see here, this is a replay of Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain last year. He's already pulled this move. Denny can't be the victim. We played his radio. He was the victim. He puts himself in the victim position. You're not the victim here, Denny Hamlin. And when I looked at this one and we heard what what Kyle Larson said, he said, Denny's always right. All his buddies know it. And he laughed about it because he knows Denny's not going to apologize for this. You see him come back here. It was a great race, man. I enjoyed every lap. I loved the strategy. I loved everything about it. The ending, I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate even 50 wins, what he's done. I don't appreciate that because we saw this same move last year, and that's just my opinion. I think the crazy part is he's been such a popular driver yes. here forever, and
1: they. All right, so that's that's Kyle Petty, son of the legendary Richard Petty. For yep. those that don't know. Uh, talking about what Denny Hamlin did. So he pulled the exact same, move. they didn't show the move. Uh, that was the move from this week. They didn't show the move the week before, the year before, that he did on Ross Chastain. Ross Chastain actually ended up getting wrecked hard yeah, because of it. Uh, because of it. Right. But the problem that I have with this whole thing, and this is why Denny Hamlin's a punk-ass bitch, in my opinion, for this. Because he he comes off, he's like, well, I don't know what everybody's so mad about like. What's the problem? We were racing for the win. And it's like, yes, you're right, Denny. We were racing for the win. But if the script is flipped and it has been a bunch of times and you get shoved in the fence, you cry like a little fucking bitch. Right. And you bitch and complain and you whine. And you whine and you whine and you whine. And you will be hard-pressed to find anybody, anybody in the NASCAR garage that'll take your side. That was on Denny Hamlin's side on right, Sunday. Right, right, Even Boston. Martin Truex,
0: Real, Denny's teammate, really his teammate, yeah, was yeah. like,
1: I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. I'm not
0: going to touch that one, Mike. And,
1: and here's the reason why. And, and he, you're in the 21st race of the season, okay? We've got five races five, left. Five, 26, right, yeah. Uh, until, the, until the playoffs start. Now, Kyle Larson isn't, I don't think he's a vindictive grudge-holding piece of shit. I don't. I, I really don't. He
0: might be now.
1: But I know who is. Rick Hendrick, who Kyle Larson drives for. And there is a rule at Hendrick Motorsports. Like, you do not get shoved in the fence or driven like that without something happening in retaliation down the road. Now, it might not happen on Sunday night at or Sunday afternoon at Richmond cuz you got a short track coming up, then you got uh the Indy road course, Watkins Glen, another road course, and then you got the final. Uh you got the the, the finisher at Daytona. Uh or, or I think I'm missing one race in there too, but whatever. You have the final at Daytona. Watkins Glen. Now, there's going to be at some point Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin are going to be together on the track. At some point, Denny Hamlin is going to need Kyle Larson to let him in line. You know, afford him the space that he is needed. Eventually, eventually, it is going to happen. And you know what I think is going to be the case when that situation comes. Sorry, bro. I think Kyle Larson's going to say, "Sorry, bro, I got this line. Should have stayed in yours. I
0: just don't got the room for you." Oops, and he's gonna tag it right on the left, three a quarter panel. Because that's what Denny
1: because if you on. listen to and I didn't I don't want to I hope
0: he does though. I hope he does. Honestly, for Kyle Larson's sake, I hope Hendrick does come down, even if like whoever's on board with it, I fucking hope it happens because I wanna see the interview with Denny Hamlin afterwards. I just wanna see what he says.
1: Oh, he'll cry victim. And a I thousand percent, it. because Denny Denny is that dude. Denny yeah, is the male. Him look more like Denny, is the, Denny is the male version of Danica Patrick, where it's it's never it's really? never his fault. It's everybody else's fault. You fucked me. You pushed me here. You did this. Blah blah blah. And as for as good as Denny is, and, and uh, I got corrected in the video, he was fit, his fiftieth win, six hundredth for Toyota. Ugh. um, his fiftieth win, seventh at Pocono. You know, this is a guy as good as he is. He loves to sit there and cry like he's the victim all the time. And it's really fucking annoying, and it's really starting to rub people, including his own teammate, the wrong way. And I know, listen, Joe Gibbs isn't getting rid of Denny Hamlin anytime soon. No. Okay, there's, you know, Martin Truex, he can contemplate retirement all he wants. He's not going anywhere anytime soon until he decides to. But the fact that his own teammate is coming out and calling him out on his bullshit is like, oof. Yo, you might be fucking up here, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, and people are getting tired of it. And there's going to come a point at some time in the next four or five races, and I don't even think it'll happen during the next four or five races, but let's say when we get to Talladega in October, and Denny gets hung out to dry, and Kyle Larson's the guy that could let him in li- let him back in line.
0: Like Mel Gibson on South Park. What about this? <laughs> I would love that. I would love that.
1: And just and just goes, Oops. Sorry, Denny. There's
0: pizza. Uh, death
1: Pizza. Uh you know, because that's the thing. I think guys' patience is getting worn thin. Because last year with Ross Chastain and Denny Hamlin, right? You can go you could make the argument very easily that Ross might have had it coming. Because that's the way Ross raced people. Ross Chastain races people hard. Right. all the time. He doesn't give you an inch. He doesn't care if you wreck as long as he keeps going and he wins the race. That's all that matters. You know, you've
0: seen that with the crazy stunts you he's know, fucking pulled. Yeah, there was there was
1: there was some other guy, crazy you know, I don't know, f- uh, you might you might know his name, Dale Earnhardt Sr. Uh, you know, he used to race like that. Right. You know what I mean? Like he's the kind of guy that would that would dude that would treat you like that. There was you weren't getting an inch off of him and he wasn't that's it. Like you were racing him. If you were going to pass Dale Earnhardt, you were going to have to race him for that position. And to those that watch racing and understand racing, you know what that means. I mean, there are guys that will, you know, you'll get a nose under them, and they'll just they'll be like, all right, I'll give it up, let you go. All right, we'll live to fight another day. Dale Earnhardt, Ross Chastain, Denny Hamlin, Kyle, those guys, they're, n- no. They're like, no, no, no. oh, Oh, you got a nose under me? All right, well, I'm going to hang with you on the outside here until something gives. It ain't going to be me. So I'm going to hang with you, and I'm going to race you. I'm going to make you burn up your tires, make you burn up your fuel, make you change your pit strategy. I don't know, whatever it is, but I'm going to race you through and through and through. I'm not just going to concede this position to you because I made a slight mistake, and you got a, you took a slight advantage of it, and now you're alongside of me. No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm going to race you. And that's what I love about NASCAR more than every other version of motorsports is the guys in NASCAR race each other right they race each other and they race each other hard they don't play around what Denny did to Kyle in that clip most most of the time you would just say ah, you know what that's racing and unfortunately that's two guys going for the win with seven laps to go both understanding that whoever comes out of that turn you know that first lap with the lead is probably gonna win it because you're not gonna be able to catch the other guy at that point. Like you basically got one opportunity to make that pass. And Denny took it and he made that pass. Now, had Denny not been such a whiny little bitch all these years.
0: Right, in the pre right, right, beforehand to set and, himself up to look like this piece yes, of shit.
1: Then this wouldn't be an issue. Was it dirty? I wouldn't call it dirty. No. Was it respectful? No. It wasn't respectful. He did not right. give Kyle Larson right. the respect he deserved, you for, know
0: for for riding his line.
1: Right. And because Denny took away his line, made contact with him, forced him up into the fence. Yep. And, you know, Denny in the post race interview said, Well, we all have decisions to make. You know, his decision was to stay in the gas and and you know, hit the fence. Uh, you know, he As far as I
0: saw it, it was my line, he, he, which he clearly it was. He could have made
1: the decision to back out of the throttle and, and live to race another lap, but he didn't want to do that, so that was the consequence. Okay, Denny, we'll see how that translates when we get to the first race of the playoffs at Darlington, yeah, when you're looking for a place to cut in, or even better yet, when we get to Dega, or when we get right. to the Charlotte Rolls. When you're one. looking for
0: a place to cut in at like yeah. 190 miles an hour. Yeah, when you're
1: looking for a place to go, <laughs> or, or when, you're, when you need a push on the last lap, and nobody goes with you because they're like, you know what, fuck, fuck that you. Guy. So, interesting stuff. It was good. Not as good as this, though. So there was another beef. And again, Pocono, for whatever reason, the fucking emotions were running high at this race. I know we're getting to the end of the regular season; it's coming up on the playoffs. Guys are trying to make the cut, and there are guys like Ryan Priest who yep. went over to Stuart Haas Racing, had big expectations for this year, have not lived up to them. They've struggled. They've only, I think uh, Priest only has one top ten this year, and he goes over. He was the he was the one that brought out the caution on the last lap. After Denny had taken the white flag, he he got spun coming out of the tunnel turn. Yep, yep. And then they were like, and then he got it fired up, got it moving, and then it died again, and then he couldn't get it going. Trying to get it fired up, trying to get it moving, couldn't get it quite going. Denny had already taken the white, and then NASCAR threw the caution. They waited till the last minute. Props to NASCAR, by the way, for doing that, because everybody was like, why didn't they throw the caution? Because if they'd thrown the caution before Denny took the white, it would have bunched him back up and given Truex a shot at you know maybe diving down in turn one and and taking the lead away from Hamlin and giving a you know a, a better finish if you will, but too many times NASCAR is too quick to throw the caution right and it's like nah man like this dude like he's got this get, he's got this thing won don't take it away from him and and put him you know in another position the fucking. Do it again because that's just like oh okay cool like that's oh, what we want to see like we, right. no something that, like,
0: that's like the bills Chiefs the races overtime rules. The, the,
1: yeah the races <laughs> don't always end the way you, you want, want them to on, right but the fact of the matter is there was 165 laps to figure this thing out okay Denny Hamlin's leading on the last one don't take it away from him because a car spun innocuously in turn two right now he had he not got it fired up and got it moving. I think NASCAR would have thrown the caution. But because he got it fired up and started moving the car, I think that's when NASCAR was like, all right, he's got it moving. Let's see if if he can get that car out of there before they come by on the final lap, then we're good. And then Denny takes the white, and the car dies again. And now he's sitting there on the apron in turn two, which you cannot have an idle car or a dead car sitting on the apron of of a live racetrack. You just can't do it. So... I want to give NASCAR their props, honestly, for waiting until the, even though it did cost us, you know, Martin Truex was not going to catch Denny Hamlin regardless, so that last lap was kind of like a moot point at that that juncture. Right, right, right. But there was a conscious effort by NASCAR to try to let that race finish under green the way everybody always wants it to. And then it does. So Ryan Priest was the one that spun out uh, in turn two. And then this is the reaction. This is the confrontation, I should say, of Ryan Priest and Corey LaJoy on pit road. Ryan Priest is the one that gets out of his car. It's a split screen. You'll see a dash cam from uh, Corey LaJoy's car, which will give you the audio of what's being said by Ryan Priest. And you'll see Ryan Priest charging from his car back to Corey LaJoy. So check this shit out. I mean my boy was straight putting hands on Corey LaJoy. Right. Like while he's still strapped in the car. So he can not only not defend himself, but like he's getting like whooped up on a little bit. Right, right. And not for nothing. There are big rules against that. And hey. I'll tell you what. Cory LaJoy is no pushover, and I can't wait to listen to Stackin' Pennies later, uh, which is Cory LaJoy's podcast, to hear his reaction and his take on what just what happened with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that to me right there is like, ooh, man, there's there's crossing lines, and then that's crossing a line.
0: Right. I mean, I get it. Like and one of the cool things about NASCAR is that like you do get to see a lot of like the upfront like confrontation like between the drivers and shit like that. But there's mm-hmm. like a line between like you know what I mean, like going up, like 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 casing your point, and maybe you get physical. Apollo's just like coming up and just like doing what he did. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It, 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 there's there's a line there. I don't know.
1: There's always a line. There's and always a line. Ryan Priest crossed it because like all right, if you're gonna confront a guy like that. At least let him get out of his car. That's what I'm saying. And, and have a shot at, like, defending himself so, a little yeah, bit. yeah, don't you know come I mean? up
0: and just, like, catch him in a bat. Like, you're a bitch, dude. Try that with anybody the fuck else, and you'll get jawed. Yeah. You'll just get jocked right in your fucking face. <laughs> Ask Ross Chastain exactly. how that works Exactly. He'll fucking out. Or crack
1: Noah, you. Gr- Noah Gregson, That's what I'm say. saying.
0: He'll fucking crack you, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Oh, that it kind of pisses me off, actually.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it, you're it, a
0: bitch, bro. You're an ill bitch. But I love it,
1: and this is what I love about NASCAR is because NASCAR getting, yeah. lets these guys do this. They let them get out and fight. Like this would never happen in Formula One. Fuck, it never no. happen. No,
0: you get like a year suspension. Max dude. Verstappen would be banned for life. If you went up, if you no more wine and or, or, cheese Or for
1: think you. about if if like you know Yuki Tsunoda went up and did that the Joe Gwen You. Yeah. No
0: more wine and cheese, bro. No, None. see you later, dude. Bye. You're
1: out of here. Like, but that's the thing. and That's what I love about NASCAR, and that's why I always, when people ask you, like, "Oh, it's so boring. All well, they do is turn left." Like, yes, okay, I get it. All right, they turn left a lot. All right, that's that's NASCAR. It's oval racing. It's it's my personally, it's my f- f- favorite form of racing. That being said, they let NASCAR is the only sport where they let their racers race each other, right. where you can beat and bang and lean on each other for five hundred miles. Right. And they're like, all right, yeah, that's fucking Robins racing, baby. Yep.
0: And when the race is done, you get out of the car and you punch something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know it, what? <laughs> if, you,
1: if you feel the type of way.
0: Oh, the NASCAR execs actually like, man, well, if I was doing 198 miles an hour and some asshole pulled that shit, I'd probably want to do the same fucking Absolutely,
1: thing. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. I, the, the things I want to do people to people doing 65 miles an hour right. is, are different.
0: People don't understand when all they hear about NASCAR is, all you do is just turn fucking left. Yeah, well, I'm turning left with three dudes—one the other side, myself, and one on the right side, three inches off my car, doing 200 fucking miles an hour. So like, I want to hear your it's shit. A, it's bro. a little more
1: complicated than just oh, the turn left. I yeah. mean, I I've, yeah. I I yeah. love I love bringing people up here. The the uh, all they do is turn left, crowd. And I'm like, all right, cool. Here's a here's a NASCAR. Go go turn a lap at Pocono. Go ahead. It's so easy. It's a video game, bro. This should be super easy. you It's right, right. your just life. a
0: video game, right? Good. Go ahead, do Imagine it. It was a real car. You'd yeah. stall it. You wouldn't even get yeah. out of pit road. Right,
1: most people don't even know how to operate a clutch these days, no let shit. alone fucking turn a turn. You know, an how actual to understand NASCAR and an, entrance and exit. You know, vectors of a corner.
0: Right. If you if you just told me, yep, his helmet, here's an actual fucking NASCAR. In order, like in in its standalone form, I would probably have to be like, and, and you didn't give me any like heads up, no tutorial, no nothing on how to stop. You know. Emergency fuel off, like all that shit. Yeah. On how to get that thing fucking running. Yeah, I wouldn't, and drive even get, I wouldn't it, even be able to start it. I it would probably I would, but it would take me quite a while. It would take me a little while. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I don't know this bad toggle switch. It's it's a machine, bro. Yeah,
1: it it's a racing machine. It's, it's operating built machine. for one purpose to right. race, go fast. And take less. There's a
0: lot more to it than but, you fucking think. And to
1: drive it is a totally other Right, animal. and then
0: you get to driving it, right. Yeah. Not even just being able to shift gears normally and, like, you know, drive the I mean, car without me, killing it. It took
1: me almost a year of driving and iRacing to figure out how to win at Charlotte, for Christ's sakes.
0: And that's just fucking iRacing.
1: And that's dude. just, that's racing against, like, people like me and you. You don't even
0: feel G's, you don't feel nothing hot, yeah. wheel hot. you know, you don't it's feel 140. It's not 140, track, it's
1: not 140 degrees in the car. I mean, you feel the track, <laughs> but, like, you're not... Like no, you don't it. feel
0: it in your, co- uh, in no, your seat. Like, no, you you're, you're seeing it track. on the
1: screen yeah, but like, the and in the wheel. But yeah, it's it's not even close to the same thing. So uh, fun shit. Um, is that good? Are we good? I
0: think so. Let's so go down.
1: Yeah, we'll go sit them down. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This was a great show. I had a lot of fun tonight. Glad we got to talk about... We
0: covered a lot of topics. We
1: did. I'm glad we get to do the NIP Thoroughly, thing. too. Yeah. Um, appreciate y'all listening in if you don't mind giving us a like and a share uh we'll be back in two weeks we won't be here next week we're taking i'm taking next week off it's uh feast week it's my anniversary if you don't Uh, know about the
0: feast look up the Madeira feast in new bedfit and go because it's fucking amazing and if you're
1: at the if you're at the Madeira feast just look for me i'll be there we'll be there uh probably i'd say at least three out of four days i get
0: i get I get three days this year. I'm the only f-
1: saying three out of four because I got family coming up.
0: Yeah, I gotta go to a wedding on the Saturday. So Works li- on- works
1: listening to this going, You know you're scheduled to work. I know I'm s i am know I'm scheduled, yeah. but my ass I have hurt. a feeling I uh, yeah, my I, ass got, hurt. I got some anal glaucoma. Yeah, you know? I, I can't see myself going work. I can't see my ass day, coming to work today.
0: <laughs> so anyway.
1: Uh, but uh, I'll be there all four, probably all four Last days. Last couple we're,
0: weeks without football, plus and the then feast, dead of summer, enjoy we're off, it. we're
1: off next week for the feast. Then we're back. Training camps will be underway. Preseason will be underway. Fuck yeah. We're back. The month of the gods will be upon us.
0: Quick yes or no. Does uh, does Anthony Richardson make the starting job or does God at you? I just want to know real quick. Anthony Richardson. Yeah, you think he's going to make it? Throw
1: him into the fire. Baptism ah, by fire, I baby. I think
0: so, but it's in the fence right now. With the of course. Of
1: course it is. It's Fuck. always... Preseason, probably. We're, we're pre-preseason. Let's go. Um, but uh, I am very much looking forward to it. We'll get into the. Uh, we'll do the NFL uniforms in two weeks.
0: Yeah, fuck it. I sent you the pigs. We'll figure yeah. it out. I then mean, when we get some more looks at your boys' too, which is too. Yeah, like, because the Broncos yeah. ones,
1: the the Broncos released their like their their ice alternate, or their ice ice helmets. The, the white, they get the white helmets with the old school D logo on them, and their orange, the orange uh, jerseys with the orange pants, which I fucking hate. Um, I hate the orange like the color on color pants yeah. jerseys, like just no, they need to be one or the other. I can't I can't do the fucking like the white and the white or the Seahawks color rush, lime green. I hate the color rush. Love the helmet that they did. I wish but like like do like blue jerseys, orange pants. Or White pants, orange jerseys, like, you know, in that glorious picture of Peyton Manning right there. Like, why mess with perfection? I don't know. Uh, But it's the NFL. (laughs) They're moving more towards, like, an arena league feel because eventually we're going to have 60 fucking teams all over the world, and this league's going to fucking suck, and I'm never going to watch it again, so I'm just going to enjoy it now (laughs) while I'm here.
0: Yeah, because Johnny Manziel's going to actually start for a team one day again. Yeah, no shit. (laughs) It's
1: fucking unbelievable. Uh, but anyway, uh, Joy Fats Radio, Row One, Seat One, thank you very much for joining us uh, for Plizzy and Mr. Bettencourt who could not be here tonight because he is on a beautiful vacation with his Peace. wonderful family. Uh, we will be back in two weeks time and uh, be sure to give us a like and a follow, Row One, Seat One, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the Spotify. whole nine. This will be up on Spotify in a few minutes. I, I, uh, radio. Yeah, roll with us, man. Excellent. Let's go. Get it. Uh, it, So, uh, everybody, enjoy Feast Weekend next weekend. I will talk to you guys in two weeks. Plizzy will talk to you in two weeks. Sean will be back. We'll have a full house. NFL preseason will be here. Oh, it'll be a glorious It's game game time, baby. It'll be game time, baby. Game time, baby. All
0: right, everybody. Y'all take it easy. Enjoy the feast. Be safe. Peace out. Peace.